I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It sounded so, it was bothering me so much. That's annoying. That's annoying. Even that little rattle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of us annoying. Oh, man. No, this thing is... This is heavy duty equipment. I feel all high techno. I see you. I see you. Okay. (laughs) Shout out that Patreon money. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to everybody that's been tuning into our Patreon, man. We really appreciate you guys. Man, like we we're able to get Mike, a, I mean, Norm a mic. Mike a Norm. Yay. <laughs> we got Norm, Mike a Norm. Yeah. Y'all Mike to Norm, guys. You guys Mike to Norm. Oh, man. Um, how's everybody doing? Fantastic. Good. Fantastic. I feel like the intern hasn't moved. <laughs> he's got the, he got the Dewey on. He's been wearing the same, same spot. Boy, you need to <laughs> shower. A shirt on, okay? <laughs> it's an LL shirt, but like it's a oh, different shirt. So always always repping. Always repping. <laughs> always repping. Oh man! Somebody said you look like Drake with the Dewey on, and I see it now. I see it now. Hold on, turn to the side. Don't gas him up. Turn to the side. No. Yeah, right. There. Yeah. Fred, Fred, you look like if Fred Van Fleet and Drake had a baby with with Alicia. <laughs> <Just fucking right. laughs> Don't bring me in this. Speaking of Drake, <laughs> no, but the Dewey looking good. Still looking, still looking pristine, crisp. Yeah, I got I, some more for you. you I got, I, yeah, I need more. I'm a, I'm a come by. We'll exchange it six feet from each other, and, How and is we'll your beard, How's your beard so lined up? You over? You got clippers over there? I got clippers over here, mm. so little, little touch ups. Mm. You know. Have you Keep always been doing that, or is that like a YouTube tutorial hookup? I always have been doing that. Okay, okay. always been doing okay, that. Okay, I got you. I see you. Yep. I see you. Yep. When are we Thanks. getting? When are we getting dreaded uh, intern back? You should, y'all should have seen intern <laughs> came up in the group chat. Flexing <laughs> on us. Intern was going off, man. Feeling oh. himself with the with the new looks. <laughs> He's feeling on himself with another man's picture. What is happening? <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, that's that's me. That's me. I used to look like that." Yeah, he said, "I never knew you had dreads. How long were your dreads, nigga?" Nipples? They, like were, nipples? they were they were long they were like they didn't they go past my shoulder but they were long they were oh, like those, uh, popcorn popcorn long those chief keeps uh popcorn shaved popcorn off his head did you see yo popcorn looking like how, safari how little does he look now he looks very tiny now yes, yes. very tiny. damn like he always looked tiny but the hair definitely did help <laughs> um, now he yeah he looks like a barber I don't know. <laughs> he looks like a barber on Eglinton. Like the first post he posted with the Raptors jersey on and everything was shout oh, out to wow. Dak. Talk, wow. talk about timing. I don't even think he knew the shot was today, which, by the way, it is May 12th. Uh, hey. Dude, your post, bro. Let's that go. Video that Let's you go. Did. Oh, Let's 
Yo, yo, I don't. I'm not trying to gas you, but that that video, thank you. Like my nephew was watching with me. My five year old nephew was laughing. Get off me, get off me. He's like, <laughs> he's doing the Kawhi squat. I'm like, yeah, that's what he did right there. So that was, oh man, that How was a year ago you guys today. Relive that. It was. How many times have you guys relived that? How many times have you seen the shot? Can you count? Come on, the commercials. The oh, I've like that's like music it. in my head. Yeah, I've that's, memorized. It's a harmony. I've memorized the whole like count of the the commentator recall. <laughs> like, my dream. I, I my mean, dream. it's definitely been all over social media, and especially today now, everywhere it's posted on everybody's. Let's stuff. not act like you're not putting up baskets. You know, buckets. <laughs> I had to come out of retirement for it. She do almost, I could do. she almost twerked on them. Y'all see the? <laughs> she, she threw I a stopped myself. I stopped myself. Is that, is that not allowed to be a part of the the Ace brand? Is that what it is? Yeah, 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 I just thought it was a little bit too much. You know what I, I mean? Hear you, I hear you. And when are we gonna hold on? When are we gonna sue the Ace family? Like what the <laughs> fuck? These niggas are out here putting scandals on your name, man. right? They, they I'm are. I'm so disappointed and rich horrible. on my name. Rich. <laughs> what happened? Yo, there's this family called the Ace Family on YouTube. Um, it's these two people who were influencers prior. Mm-hmm. Actually, I believe uh, Alicia told me that. Uh, Austin was an athlete prior. And yeah. And when he met with the girl who was an influencer, who really only became an influencer through her, excuse me, best friend at the time, Chantel Jeffries, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then so she became an influencer, then got her boyfriend into it, started a family vlogging channel, and they are just very odd human beings. <laughs> like, for example, I'll give you just one example, and you can. <laughs> Draw your own conclusions about them from here. First of all, you've seen family vlogs before. You see the the lengths that they go to to garner views. It's yeah. kind of gross for a lot of them. Um, yeah. I noticed that the channels that are the the families that are super authentic never have the same amount of views. Like the yeah. people who aren't willing to do the bullshit never have. They're just a regular family. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. This guy at one point. Um, his friend's daughter, not his daughter, his friend's daughter, brings her to a store and thinks it's funny to buy her a penis lollipop. This is a seven, six or seven-year-old child. Bought her a penis lollipop. I've never seen that one. As a prank. Wow. Now, (laughs) as the parent... Of this guy's, <laughs> of this, of this, of the daughter, right? Yeah. If you see a video, by the way, millions of people potentially could watch this video, including mm-hmm. the daughter when she gets older. <laughs> of this grown man thinking it's funny to give a child a penis lollipop. Like that's on YouTube forever. You're not well, until they take it down. You're not killing that man. I, I'm he must have. He must have been in on it. If he's in on it, he's just as but fucking sick. <laughs> that is even Not, he, worse. That's terrible. That is yeah. worse because if, if especially if like, oh, I'll break you off some bread if you let me do this prank with your daughter. Like, yeah, you're pimping out your daughter at seven. That's, yeah, that's sickening. It's gross. I've never, I've never seen that. That. But one thing I will say from knowing him pre 
fame in the Ace family is that he was always like this. I don't doubt it. He was always like this. Like when we were back in St. Louis, I would do because he started off doing vines. Mm. And I would record them I for him and those. he would just do the stupidest shit. And then even off camera, he was still kind of like that. And that's how him and like my boyfriend at the time, they were best friends. And that's just how they were. It's actually so. exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> well, prepare, 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 Yo, Alicia is our yes. U.S. insider. Did you guys realize that? <laughs> she is. Any she scoop is. We she's need pretty on much. The US, she's like, oh, that nigga. Okay. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because like half of it, I see them, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, congratulations, you're so successful. But the other half is like, bro, that's what I told you I wanted to do, oh, and then you go and you wow. do it, and you somehow steal the ace name that I've had uh, since I popped up my mama's womb. What? Oh, damn. He did that to you. Oh my god, I'm just taking that in. I'm real hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Calcium. So he wasn't always ace? No. You wanna hear the story? Yes. Of course. Let's go. World premiere! World premiere! Oh my god! So I met him back in 2013 when I started dating my boyfriend. They went to the same school and played basketball together. They were friends. And so he wasn't with his current wife, Catherine, at all. He was with like other girls, whatever. And um, I had wanted to start a YouTube, like a couple's YouTube with me and my boyfriend. And we actually filmed a video on our one year anniversary and it was like doing the couple tag. And like overnight we had like 7,000, well, okay, not that much. We had like, <laughs> like 5,000 views or something like yeah. that, right? And I was like, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We used to do vlogs. Like we never got to the point to post them because we ended up breaking up right after that shit. Yeah. And so Austin knew, like, cause I talked to him, I filmed his first ever YouTube video and edited it for him. And it was a skit. And I remember he was so upset because it didn't do the numbers that he thought he was gonna like be able to do or whatever. And I had taught him um, about YouTube and like taught him like how you can make money from it and like all of this make. stuff that I knew. And you so yeah, me- You created Austin. You created this, this monster. Yeah. This is your fault. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you brought this on yourself. Well, one thing I do say is that he always chased that like clout type of thing. Mm-hmm. He always wanted to yep. date uh, girls that were popping. Mm-hmm. He used to date Seiko. Remember Seiko from Baldwin Hills? Or yeah, Baldwin Hills oh, on BET. The Asian girl. Yeah, so she used to come to SLU and we used to like kick it and go to the game, gun fire. range and shit. She's sexy. I yeah, remember. that was one of the times... <laughs> That was one of the times that he went viral because uh, she was like cutting the back of his, like tapering the back of his hair in the bathroom and they ended up going like viral on Facebook. Um, But he's always dated, like he dated this next uh, actress girl. Whoever had some type of clout, he did it because that was his ultimate goal. Didn't he date this girl named Jasmine Jasmine V? She was like a singer or something like that. Maybe. I know the other girl he dated was like, uh, I think her name was Tristan May. She's an actress. Oh my God. He did. Who are these people? I need a second. (laughs) 
Who are these people? I need, I need Tristan, who's Tristan oh May? Who is Tristan May? She's like a she's like angel. Asian and white girl. I think she she's is. She's also really mixed pretty. with Jamaican. She's an angel. Oh, she is? Yes. Okay. She Go type in T-R-I-S-T-I-N-M-A-Y-S. That's my Instagram crush. Cool. Let me really? She's perfect. Yeah. She's perfect. Yeah. Well, anyway. That just so, she's my life. Um, he, I know he ended up meeting Chantel and like they used to talk in terms of like just being friends and stuff like that. And I think Chantel was like, let me introduce you to my friend, Catherine. And then they started talking. And then that's when I stopped going to St. Louis. And, um, then they started getting into the relationship. And then maybe a year later, all of a sudden the ACE family is born. And I was like, that is so on brand for him it's ridiculous (laughs) Uh, because the only reason i even know about this family or anything about them is i was on the youtube like homepage or whatever and it was recommended a video because i watch a lot of videos of youtubers outing other youtubers or exposing uh, Mm -hmm. other youtubers for being fraudulent or scamming their viewers or whatever the case may be and so they popped up uh, the Ace family is a scam or whatever the case may be. And it was like a 30 minute video of just so much bullshit that they've done. Yeah. Like, I don't even know how they sleep to be, complete, <laughs> to be completely honest. I don't know how you could have, I don't think they have a conscience. I, I think I, I don't, I can't see it because like, for example, there's this one guy who showed him like a coloring book he made for his daughter that he was planning to sell. And he made these like headbands, these printed headbands that he was planning to sell and he was meeting Austin and he kind of not look up to Austin, but he admired his work and like kind of just wanted to get in contact with him and see how they could work together. And he had an idea for an ice cream truck that would be branded and it would be a merch truck, not like an ice cream, ice cream truck. It would look like an ice cream truck, but it would be bringing around merch. And when you hear the music in your neighborhood, hop out and and go buy the merch right it's a mm-hmm. great idea it's dope it's dope austin steals the man's headbands makes his own sells them steals the man's coloring book makes his own sells them and takes the truck idea yep and then, and then he's <laughs> I remember in the dm that. he's in the dm laughing at the dude while the dude's like yo you're fucked up and he's just like ah shut the fuck up leave me alone yeah that is like that's wild, bro. On top mm-hmm. of everything, like that's not even the worst. <laughs> it just nah. keeps going. The list is too extensive. There's there definitely is a lot with them, like not paying their videographer, not paying like the people that made the intro. Um, they said that what's I hate called? family. Uh, the police intros. apparently they like had a breaking in one of their like places before, and apparently that was all staged. That the police officers were actually. Um, uh, actors and stuff like that and then like most recently there were some stories that he might have like raped somebody allegedly so that was a whole scandal going on on the internet too and it was just it's just a lot but like they're still surviving somehow and i don't know somehow, are you still getting views hell yeah they somehow. have like hella they have like 20 million plus like f- subscribers on YouTube. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I love? A segue. But first, the intro. <laughs> yeah!
Welcome back, you sons of bitches. We're back. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> okay, intern. I don't know what was that. Was that your baritone? <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like higher than the bass. Higher than bass. Yeah. <laughs> you sound like a ransom call. <laughs> I don't know if I can hit that note again. <laughs> I wish I could hit that note. That's a deep ass That's note. A deep note. That nigga, he sounded like he wanted ransom money. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. That was a deep. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have your son. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, they they they're controversial. They're fucked up. Um, they're problematic, and mm-hmm. yet people just can't look away. Who does that sound like? Do-do-do-do. Who does that sound like? Hmm. Wait, I oh, know. But I have the perfect I think, song. For I it, feel actually. like I know. I, think <laughs> I have the perfect song for it. I was playing it earlier, Alicia. <laughs> I have the perfect song for it. Oh, oh this might. Be- okay. Okay. Oh. Return of the rat, though it's not. But I guess you never know. Hey, as I said, a story goes. Maybe now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Maybe when you block my heart, that I had a dog. Such a big tune. I'm sure you never know. This the one, this the one. You lied to me. You lied, Takashi. You lied, 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 he really is back, and welcome with open arms, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, he. well, unfortunately, it's. see, this is the interesting thing. Let's get into it. So, were you guys in the Instagram live? I missed it. I was the first one, I was like, oh, I'm going to be in that bitch. Like, my nigga's back. Like, totally missed what? it. <laughs> okay, so you were, you, were down for, you were down for the Instagram live. All right, so you were basically there. That's why right she's there? like, he told the truth. <laughs> He's she's, not a liar. She, uh, wait, hold on. Alicia Caver for you Takashi. Kind of that rat. Oh, shit. Yeah, I, that, that Mickey Mouse ass motherfucker. I, ho- I hope Alicia I, ain't talking to no hood, nug- hood niggas. I just knew that, like, my thing with him is that he just knows how to do good internet. That's it. He and does. I just knew that this was going to be good internet. So I was like, oh, this man about to go and break instagram lives and he did exactly that and i just missed it i was just like oh okay, norm, I, norm i know was not in there because you know norm is a street nigga you okay he lived by a code of ethics and morals <laughs> that would not allow him to enter and support such activity never that same word to god on my mother on my earth you was at okay. 44th and lennox so that was with Lennox yeah, with the with the mouse traps. Ah, I feel you. On that, uh, ready intern, to snap on. The intern is breaking up oregano. What are, what are you doing, nigga? Weirdo. Were you in there, intern? 
<laughs> no, that, that was the rat in the palm of his hand. <laughs> he, just he was patting it. He was patting it. He's like, Takashi, you little rat. So I was not. I was not there. By the way, no. I went into the Instagram live at three o two. It was not there yet, right? Now at three twenty ish, it still wasn't there, and I'm like, this guy is all right. He's already he's already doing lesson number one of entertainment. Make him wait. Make him, Make wait. him wait. Right. <laughs> and so he was pulling a Teddy Riley. Yeah, the anticipation was bu- building up, building up. I go in there probably. I want to say 30 seconds because I rewatched the video and I got in there probably 30 seconds before, mm-hmm. uh, after he started or whatever, right? 30 seconds to a minute. And when I mean, I went in there in a minute and the, it said 1 million in the That's corner. That's fucking crazy, it said bro. 1 million. 1 million. 1 zero, 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 zero. And I was like, this is interesting. It was because I never see. I didn't even know you could get the M there. <laughs> I've, never, I've never seen. We've never been in that territory. We're exploring we have, new territory on that shit. We have been watching Instagram live battles for two months. Mm. They haven't cracked a million, and we're talking about legends here, right? Yeah. At that time, I think the highest was the five hundred and twelve k from Teddy something. and yeah. Babyface. And this guy in under a minute, a million. Slightly confused, but I said, okay, whatever. The number keeps rising, right? It's like one point. Playing them numbers, man. There was, there was, those aren't real numbers, son. It, at one point, it jumped from 1.2 to 1.6, which would mean that 400,000 people logged into it at the same time. Nuts, right? Crazy. So then now he ultimately has, at, by the end of the live, Two million people in there for probably ten minutes of it, right? Mm-hmm. He comes in, <clears throat> he's doing the rant. We we've heard the rant by now. Um, basically saying, "Suck my dick, <laughs> <laughs> suck my dick from the back." Um, basically, just saying everything that happened. Really, that uh, mm-hmm. he ratted. He doesn't give a fuck. No one's gonna say anything to him. You're not gonna do anything to him. And he's not really worried. He came out, bought himself a $500,000 chain, bought himself... I wanted three people with this. Hold on, hold on. You watched it? I thought thought you said you was from the streets. You see what I'm saying? You feel me? You see what I'm saying? I said I wasn't in the room. (laughs) But you still watched that rat. But it came up on my Uh feet. I'm like, let me see what this piece of shit rat had to say. Oh man, he uh, and I actually wanted to see the comments to see how many of it would be positive comments as opposed to negative. And I don't know if there's an algorithm of sorts out there just allowing them to display. I know you understand, y'all don't because there wasn't enough slander, there wasn't enough hate on that feed. It was all love, mostly love. Well, let's talk about that. There was okay. This is, I'm just going to lay out my theory of what that Instagram live was, right? Mm-hmm. It was the perfect storm of promo um, that I've ever seen on the internet. Like, ever. Um, you're talking about someone who came out of jail, who, who went to jail, arguably the hottest rapper in the world, um, comes out of jail not too long after. This is probably what? It's been a year? 
Has it been a year yet? Or is what, it, was him, it like him in jail? He was in over a year. Was it over a year? Yeah, I think so. Didn't feel like I'm not it. sure. Didn't feel like it. Yeah, I feel like he went in in 2018. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'll look that up. You keep talking. No, I think he did it because I, I think his last post before that was November 2018 or something like that. So I think it was around Christmas time he, he got indicted and all that stuff happened. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, because it would make sense that it would happen at the end of the year because that's why it feels so short. Uh, yeah. He, he then starts talking about everything he needs to talk about, all the questions that people had. What is Takashi going to do when he comes out and he's a rat and the streets don't respect him anymore? Takashi, you can't have a music career. Takashi can't do this. He's going to have to hide. He's going to have to cut his hair. That nigga came out with a fresh, fresh <laughs> straight up with a lace front <laughs> in. With a lace front in. All right? Wait, wait, what do you mean? That he, wasn't his... I mean, he no, had so... your braids right now, just longer. Colored. <laughs> I think I think Tied originally in. I think it originally was just like you know weave and then he went and he got a lace front from the same guy that does Megan Thee Stallions and I like all that those video. girls lace fronts. I seen that video. So he eventually got a lace front, but still his his hair was fresh. <laughs> his hair was laid hunty, um, and he had on every chain he owns. He had on every watch he owns. He had on four watches at once, all over five hundred thousand, according to him. Um, and he's like, yo, I ratted, so what? And then in the comments, you're talking about the comment section, you're seeing Amber Rose just thirst. The thirst from Amber Rose. Um, Really? Oh my God. Uh, thirst for clout, not him, but for clout. Um, and, uh, there was that, that whoa, Vicky girl. Um, she was like, ask him to be on songs. And you're just seeing a lot of verified check marks, right? Now, mm. that's pretty normal when you're in an Instagram battle, but you usually also see your friends' comments or people you know or people you follow, right? Yeah, regular people. I saw no regular people. None whatsoever. Now, you have... Algorithm. You have a guy no, who, a- who planned... You have a man who planned this Instagram Live five days in advance, Right. You have a YouTube video that's also dropping simultaneously while the live is going on. You have a million celebrities, all of which are C to D list celebrities in the comment section flooding it. When I mean flooding it, they were putting fire emojis back to back to back and just emojis, emojis, saying things, throwing off jokes. Oh, the king is back, yada, 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 right? Then you have the two million mark that's never been seen before. Okay. I don't think any of it was real. <laughs> I really don't. I think those all those uh, check marks were paid influencers. I think they were all paid at whatever amount needs to be paid. Um, I think that the two million was not really there. I think he got a million. I'll say that much. I think he had at least a million people in there. But I do also believe that when you open that live, every single person, even the first person, saw one million in that corner. I think that's just how it was paid and set up. You have YouTube where he broke the single day hip hop record set by Eminem with with the shot kill whatever thing that he did with uh, Machine Gun Kelly. He had thirty three million. This guy does forty five million in the first day, right? Mm-hmm. The song now on top of it, 
Wow, with that music video that he did in his back. That's what music video he did in his backyard. Okay. Yeah. So take that all take that all in. Now, rappers, how many rappers do you know complain about how um there's no longer budgets for their videos anymore? There's no longer <sighs> budgets for this. They gotta sell their own merch, they gotta tour, they gotta do all these things to get the label to to back them and to do things for them, right? This guy got out of jail, was able to buy over a million dollars worth of jewelry, <laughs> had a makeshift music video set built in his backyard, had a music video done with six or seven strippers. This does an uh, uh, Instagram live where he has two million people out in the first day and breaks the YouTube hip hop record in the first day. Do we believe that this is possible? Is all I want to know. It happened, so it is possible. Yeah, but it happened. It ha but do you believe it really genuinely happened, or do you okay. just think that because my theory no, is it was, I, there was a lot of men. It was manufactured to an extent. I feel yes. I, I can't pinpoint where it was, mm -hmm. but from 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 the algorithm alone with Instagram not showing anybody else, because mm -hmm. you know how many people would want to say, "Yo, fuck the strat, screw this guy." Bro. And Come you on. didn't see none of that. None I'm looking. I'm that. looking through. I'm scrolling up. I'm trying to find it. I'm like, man, there's absolutely nothing. Nobody. So I'm like, this is 100 people trying to just change, change the new frame of mind. I guess because there's a new generation that's gonna be like, Honestly, I don't care about this. I don't know about no street shit. Street shit's back in the 90s. Yeah. You yeah. know. Well, like, maybe early 2000s, yeah. but there ain't no street shit. No, no one talks street shit like that no more. Um, I needs you to take into some things consideration there is like an algorithm when it comes to the comments on the instagram live um like i've realized that just watching like the different instagram lives that i've been in um they definitely because like they say you don't say you don't follow techniques. them yeah but say you don't follow them they might not show up because there'd be times when i'm in like d nices when even when it was a smaller group and they'd be like oh um snoop dogs in here i don't follow snoop and snoop they'd be laughing at snoop's comments and shit like that and i'd be like what the fuck why don't i see snoop dogs comments right mm -hmm. so it definitely picks and choose and they do try to like make comments to um kind of tailored to the celebrities that you do follow, but then also like your friends. So that's why so many times you're able to see what your friends were saying as well. It, but I think like with that amount of people, it just wouldn't be able to get through all the time. Like your friends, just because yeah, they don't have enough, no, don't have enough weight, but then you also have to take in consideration. A lot of people were in there to be nosy, right? Yeah. So the people of your friends that would say these negative comments, they might not be saying them in the comments because they don't want people to know that they're actually in there. Yeah. So it's true. like they're going to be that's quiet. Also, that's also right? true. That's also true. And then you also have to take in consideration his <laughs> age demographic because he targets such a young crowd. Yeah, These are all like high school, young, like young, um, like 20s, college kids and stuff like that. They just they don't give a fuck about anything. Like, they just think this is the coolest shit ever, right? So if you're a real nigga that's like, oh, fuck this guy, whatever, and if you were in there, you're not saying anything. Like, I don't think you're saying anything. There's um, not enough street motherfuckers in the world to, to trump all And then the they're not even going to be sitting on Instagram kids, like you know that. I mean? yeah. <laughs> on top of that, but regardless, it's it's still supposed to give you a healthy mix. Right? Like, mm -hmm. I, I understand that it's like a crazy amount that we haven't seen that many people in there before. Mm -hmm. But... Like, I find it almost impossible that all comments 
were positive and that I, I, I can only see positive comments. It's very yeah. propagandish. It's very yeah. big brotherish. Like, it's just like you're showing you one side of the narrative and now mm -hmm. that's going to become the narrative because majority of people are going to be like, yo, I was in there with 2 million people. Nobody talks shit. Nobody cares, yeah. yo. Nobody cares. And then the more you, the more that nobody cares narrative can be flushed out, uh, it's it's carried out through the 2 million people. It's carried out through the 43 million views. It's carried mm -hmm. out through the non-negative comments. The more that narrative is pushed and pushed and pushed, is the more it's going to become just group think, group thought. That's just mm -hmm. what everybody, mob mentality is going to take over. And people are just going to be like, well, 2 million other people don't give a fuck. Why should I care? Like, And mm -hmm. it's just going to become less and less for him. And I, it's, it's maybe okay. it could have been something from the back end of Instagram where they decided to like take away anything that could potentially be negative, like have cuss words in mm -hmm. it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause they'd be doing that in the regular comments. Sometimes I will say, I don't know if you guys know who Fadia is. She works for music. Um, she runs the music department at Instagram. Mm -hmm. And so I know that she's been working to be able to like change all of these things like the one hour limit being able to allow more people because apparently a lot of people are trying to get into the teddy riley and babyface yeah, yeah. one and they weren't allowed because it was just like too much for instagram to handle so they've been doing the work to allow more people to be able to like get in and she did tweet that um she was super excited for the two million obviously because that's a part of her job or whatever yeah. um but she did tweet that she's been saying that Instagram is a platform that will allow artists to like share their own narrative, be their own, like, like have their own story and stuff like that. So she was the one that actually pitched the team to set up an Instagram live with him so that he could have his own press conference. And so that it would just be him telling his side of the story and why he was able to do it instead of having like, doing it with an like the breakfast instead club and then they questioned. try to sway and shit like that instead of being questioned like he should be he should be <laughs> like that that's that's my point is you can if he if he could tell the truth a, then he could tell the truth yeah now. providing him with a, a way to create a narrative i don't think mm -hmm. that's the best way to go about it i understand it's the best thing for her job of course like you got takashi doing his first like that's like every reporter's dream is to get that inside scoop you know what i mean like mm -hmm. to get that first first be the first one to get the story um i'm pretty sure other platforms are probably vying for that you can't tell me leo cohen wasn't on the phone trying to get him to do a youtube live or whatever the case may be but um yeah and those companies honestly instagram facebook youtube twitter uh, to me they're all friends like I don't see, I don't see one moving without saying or alerting the other about what's gonna happen and whatnot. Because at the end of the day, they kind of gotta coexist now, and I know they realize that. And in doing so, you'd want to do what's best for your company. And I think the best thing for your company is to just like would be to be like, yo, we gotta be friends. We gotta all be on the same page. Know what's going on. We're not competitors anymore, in a sense. You have that's not audience. true. You know, Instagram is trying to steal all the shine from everybody. That's why they keep stealing <laughs> from like the other apps to create it. That's oh, why yeah. we're allowed to upload sixty-minute Instagram TV videos now. No, but like, I'm talking about the the big four, the ones that yeah. are here to stay. They Instagram yeah. knows they can't get rid of Twitter. They know they can't get rid of YouTube. They know they can't get rid of Facebook. Is them, so they're not going to mm -hmm. get rid of Facebook. So it's like the little companies. Vine was one of them that had to suffer. And mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure there's been 
thousands, if not millions of companies that have just been wiped out and monopolized. But those four, I Snapchat. feel like Snapchat, they ch- <laughs> like those, those companies, I feel like they all got to be somewhat in cahoots, not necessarily buddy, buddy, but somewhat mm-hmm. in cahoots. And we saw what happened like with, with just the use of YouTube and Instagram. This guy was the top. Like I couldn't scroll two posts without seeing this guy. Even if yeah. you wanted to avoid it, you couldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it was pretty nuts. Um, since then, his uh, he did a little photo shoot on his balcony, um, wearing extremely bright colors, as he does. It's so stupid. And, uh, of course, uh, a white girl across the street caught him on video. Uh, <laughs> you know that clout. Gotta get that clout. Uh, and put people's lives in danger, including her own. <laughs> um, and uh, he was immediately moved yeah immediately moved now you go into jail with one gangster crew you come out of jail and your gangster crew is now the government you're who's gonna the say ultimate, that's the ultimate the gangsters. ultimate gang who's gonna say anything to this guy who's gonna touch this guy but here's my thing this is what i was saying i was having the same conversation because i was he brought up the fact that you know it's like man why 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 did it have to be nipsey why couldn't it be somebody like Takashi? Not wishing death on anybody, but he yeah. was like, why can't it be a guy like Takashi? I get it. Right? And oh, the irony of that statement was, well, the guy that got out and killed Nipsey ratted so that he can get out of jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now it's just like, this rat shit is just, it's too heavy. And the fact that everybody is cool with it just shows the sign of the times. I, yeah. There's nothing we can do about it. I think it's just going to change but let's talk and, about that. Let's talk about that for a minute because I've been seeing that. <laughs> I've been seeing that whole talk, and I understand it if you are from the streets. I get yeah, it. Yeah. But if you're not, I'm just, I'm so confused at the mentality there. I'm so, like, I'm so confused at how you choose when to be moral <laughs> and when not. There are people who argue with people on Twitter about saying the word female <laughs> to, when they're talking about women, but are at the same time mad that this guy told on murderers, kidnappers, <laughs> like abusers. This is nuts. It's pretty nuts to me. Like I have, I'm on the side of, I, I don't see what he did wrong. Someone fucked his baby mom, (laughs) they kidnapped him, beat him up, threatened his life, and put him and his family in danger. But he's not supposed to say anything. From a person that's never been off the streets, nor nor plans on entering them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Good on (laughs) you. You know what I mean? Like, do what you gotta do, fam. I'm I'm not gonna say I wouldn't snitch. I'm definitely... I'm not going to jail for none of you niggas. And these aren't even the people, (laughs) these aren't even like his family. And essentially, he's what put money in their pockets. their pockets. And they try to turn it around on him like, nah, nigga, you you ain't going nowhere. Like, it's very interesting because I always think about whenever this gets brought up, like, how did they even come to be partners, him and Treyway and that whole thing, right? Yeah. And How I, did they know that it was going to be him and that he was going to be the one that works and I, makes it? Well, I think it was obvious when you have a. It's just the gimmick of a rainbow co- hair colored kid 
mm-hmm. that's in the street life. And you was have he always like that? Back, back in you. He wasn't always like that. Uh, mm-hmm. A couple years before that, he didn't have rainbow colored hair, but he did start getting that six nine tatted like nonstop, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would think that it's it's very interesting because it's it's a different narrative when you think of if he went to them mm-hmm. and said, "Yo, I got this idea, I think it could work, but I need you niggas to back me." Yeah. Or if they went to him, because if they went to him now and then ended up trying to kill him and rob him and all this shit, like that's even worse on them, right? Mm-hmm. Because that, now you you can argue that they took a young, impressionable kid and put him into this life he wasn't ready for and um, he was kind of forced to do all those things, mm-hmm. right? Because it, it changes the narrative completely. But if it was his plan now, now he's Littlefinger. Yeah, <laughs> because if it was That's his genius. plan, he he essentially got some hood niggas to ride for him with the plan to eventually get rid of them. Yeah, and it's it, it, it's it the fact that it worked and worked in his favor even more than if one could argue it's supposed to. Mm-hmm. He's Littlefinger. Like he's he's he is the Game of Thrones. Like he is. That's that's a crazy play. So like I would love mm. to know who approached who. That's one of the only parts of the story I that I feel like nobody really story. knows. Like how did this begin? How did this begin? Where who yeah. approached who? Because someone had to. Someone had to be smoking a blunt and being like, "Yo, we this, named this man. I got or this plan. Vice versa. Or, yeah, or vice versa. Some somebody came up with the plan." And if it's not either of them, then it's an even bigger story. <laughs> because who put this all together? Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, everything is orchestrating like really this. well planned out because realistically, his career is just mind blowing. It's nothing that we've seen before. Like nothing. the fact that this kid has so many diamond like records, like whenever he drops something, it just goes like he's so gimmicky and like all the crime shit away. Like he just knew how to entertain like the internet yep. and do whatever he had to do really, really well. So for me, it's just like, I just kind of feel bad that this man is going to potentially die when he has like the capability of doing like doing this right not everybody could do what he's doing and because he got into whatever he is eventually gonna die like unless they just like fake his death and he pulls like a tupac and just moves somewhere across the world and like stops with the color hair gets his tattoos removal i don't know do some face off shit where they switch faces like i don't know but like i just don't think he's gonna last forever but if he does hey He's literally the personification of a troll. Like he looks like one. He is one from the hair all the way down to his actions. Like he doesn't care. He just does it for that five letter word. And he gets money too, but it's just, he's the only person that's going to be able to do this. The worst thing about it is I feel like people are going to try and mimic this with the hopes that, Oh, this is the formula. This is what you got to do to make it. It's like, nah, this is the only guy that can do that. You know what I mean? In a sense, it, this is a formula that's been done, just not to this extent. Not to the extent. Not to this extent. There have been plenty of niggas that were not of the streets that got street co-signed and <laughs> they, they they made a career out of it. It's happened time and time again. They just weren't 
rainbow hair colored. They weren't Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. they weren't in this Instagram era that we're in right now. Like, And they weren't able to make it pop the way that he did. I hate, I hate that. I hate when hood <laughs> niggas, I hate when hood niggas have transferable skills. <laughs> like, I just I can't stand it. Like if you can scam a nigga, Who you can taught sell you about transfer. You, you can sell a car. Like sell a car. <laughs> you can sell drugs. You can sell. You can scam people out of hundreds of thousands. Nigga, you have a career in accounting. Mm-hmm. Like you can do something with. These you can be things. a politician. Hurry up, let's go. This is, like there's so much legal things you can do with these evil, evil practices. It's pretty nuts. Um, but they just don't see that. They don't see the potential. They do not see the potential. Like Takashi could have just been a YouTube influencer. He's a funny for guy. sure. Like let's just be real. He's a funny guy. He may not be the smartest person, but he's a he's an entertaining guy. I don't yeah. I don't personally like him, like as as a as a person just because of his history of things that he's done. <laughs> yeah, saying nigga, all the other shit. There's too much things there for me to be like, oh, I'm Team Takashi. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like LeBron. I'm not Team LeBron, but I gotta respect it. Mm-hmm. Got, once you put up the numbers consistently, I got. It is what it is. You found your lane. It's you're working it to the best of your ability. No one's doing it like you. I gotta respect it. And um, someone who did not respect it is uh, this charity. <laughs> uh, this man tried to donate $200,000 to the No Kid Hungry charity. Um, and they rejected it. And yeah. they rejected his donation. See, we don't want your dirty money. Yeah, I was going to say, it just has we to don't do want that dirty like money. Dirty money and the connotation of being associated with somebody who dirty money? does not have a good rap. But is it dirty money? And Charity, essentially, his money's not dirty. But like, I guess it's just the mind frame. But it represents. They're like, okay, he's associated with gang members, jail, et cetera, et cetera. Which means there's plenty of people that be donating dirty money. Like, that's let's what be I'm real. saying. Like, what do they? What? How can you do that? Have you not watched Power? But this is my <laughs> thing. Hold on. Okay, so you're gonna you're gonna not help potentially hundreds of kids. Yeah. Because he ratted on someone. Yeah. It's just the negative connotation, the negative thoughts that are associated with him. They're just like, no, we don't want no part of it. No, even how he carries himself. Like, he's he's a piece of shit. But, like, this is the thing. He makes a donation, right? Mm -hmm. They don't have to make a public statement. They don't have to tell anybody that they denied it. They don't even have to tell anybody they accepted it. This seems performative. It seems like someone sat down and said, okay, if we reject this and make a public statement... It's going to look good on us because everybody hates this guy. And uh, <laughs> once we do that, we might get even more than 200000 I was going to say, has anybody counter-offered and say, you know what? For doing that, we're going to reward you a 400000 You see the play. Me Bell's going to do that. Shout out to no kids, man. Seeing the play. <laughs> That's a good move. That's it, a good move. You didn't know we'd, we'd dissect If it that. works, and if it doesn't work, then they're out to out to them down. <laughs> going to be hella kids that are hungry. No? <laughs> Will someone please think of the children? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, uh, the, poor kids. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's very, very uh, interesting to see. I, I'm interested to see his next move, because all of this was kind of predictable. 
come mm-hmm. out, you kind of got to address it in some way. He addressed yeah. it in song. He addressed it via one-way interview. Um, what's next? You can't just keep playing the rat card. That's going to get old quick. Absolutely. You can't just keep playing the rat card. So what is he gonna? What do you guys think is the next move for Takashi? Latin, Latin music. Latin He's music. Gonna, if yeah. he did that, He's already he done would... that. He's already done that. No, but if he continues to get in that bag, then he would definitely continue to get that bag. <laughs> if he if he starts rolling with Bad Bunny and like getting the Bad Bunny numbers, like he's good. Yeah, but his now, album, his album, his last album was definitely half and half. It was. Do you guys think artists work with him? A couple. Um, I think. Yeah, like doesn't the, he already work? Didn't he already have a song with Tori? No, but I mean, like real art. Like, no, like now. Now, going forward. Moving forward. Um, I think like only the corny ones that mm, are similar to him. I'm so worried. I'm, I'm Taka might. I don't know, but Taka low key like surprises us sometimes. So. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> Who knows? <laughs> um, I think he really needs to just focus on staying alive. <laughs> I really I don't hope think that's a Tory Lanez doesn't do his track with him. I don't right? think I like Tory. No one's going after Takashi. Alicia, no one's going after him. He's fine. He's got he's the got government. Di- he's got immunity. He's got the government. No one's going after him. Unless there's a suicide bomber willing to do that. No, no one- but it could be somebody from like inside though. You know there's crooked people. We watched some movies you before. Think someone's <laughs> gonna turn a cop. Come on, man. That'd be the craziest that'd be the craziest hip hop story of all time. It would make for a good cra- Netflix oh special. Oh my god, Lifetime would eat that up. That would be the craziest hip hop. A hip hop vigilante. This is going out shit. there, just making sure he's doing serving justice. <laughs> the hip hop vigilante. He's just Man. killing everything bad in hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, who's next? Blueface. <laughs> Blueface, baby. Oh, it's like man. an angry Luke Cage. <laughs> Yo, that is yeah. I'm interested to see if any artists work with him. Um, I don't foresee anybody of the A-list material working with him. Um, mm-hmm. Like Alicia said, it's going to be a bunch of people who aren't that large. Like the whoa, Vicky asking. Like people who people are who corny like clout. that. Not huh? People who need the clout are going to want to do songs. Yeah. Because I think just that that appeal of... Like I've already seen Rich the Kid um, in his comment section challenging him uh, who has more cars and who has more ice. Um, so artists are already, they already know that associating or attaching we'll themselves their to him will get their numbers up. Yeah. We'll get their numbers up, especially from the, his core demographic that still does support him heavily and doesn't mm-hmm. think that he's done anything wrong, which are majority 12 to 18 year old white boys. So mm-hmm. it's going to be very, very interesting to see where that goes. Um, in other we'll depressing news. Another depressing news. Uh, we lost a lot of legends this week. A lot. What the fuck, bro? Good golly, Miss Molly. Lost Little Richard. Like the architect of rock and roll. Oh. He's not conceited. He's convinced. Convinced? (laughs) That man, yo, when I'm telling you those quotables I've been seeing, like, and that's as. I don't know if it's fucked up to say. That's one of the things I love when people die. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Is that we get to see some of their shining moments that you probably haven't seen before. Like a lot of those Richard, little Richard clips that I've been seeing on the internet, I've never seen 
those clips before and just mm -hmm. seeing his personality was just so rambunctious and just he was just that guy forever like he was always that guy is he's had a he's had an old man rico suave mustache since he was forever, 15 forever <laughs> like he's had the old man ricky ricard just that boom and it kind you know of made I mean? me sad because i wonder i wonder like where he's been the past like decade two decades like that we haven't really seen interviews we we don't see him at award shows we don't see him you know mm -hmm. anywhere we see the legends you know what i mean and it's i i need to i guess go look and see if he was sick for a, a while or any of that or if he mm -hmm. just said fuck society i'm just gonna live out you know what i mean like my best my life last days because he was he was popping since since um since like the since, 40s what's 50s what's this ray charles Yo, those guys like he was there with quincy jones like he was he was there yeah, yeah they never really mentioned him alongside those guys for some weird yeah, reason yeah. a couple exactly, a couple exactly. of fun facts that i've learned about oh, him is that um michael jackson bought his royalties like his songs for him because he didn't have the right to it wow, and it ended man. up allowing him to acquire 40 million dollars because mj bought it and like gave it to little richard because he never had it wow. he, ne he was a broke boy just like me or who was it that was complaining about diddy was it mace or somebody else who said they didn't have the rights to the song? Black, all of them. Black Rob, <laughs> all of them. Jada Kiss, yo, the I remember. Locks. I remember Jada Kiss on Hot ninety seven or some radio station talking about. Mm -hmm. it. I think it was, it was probably Hot ninety seven. I think it was with Angie actually. <laughs> yeah, and he was talking about how like that shit make you want to kill somebody. Like mm -hmm. I was waking. I I, I seriously want to kill. I want to kill son, and I was just like. Yeah. Yo, this shit's oh. deep. Like, this shit's really yeah. deep. So Yeah, so Lil Richard had nothing. That's and then crazy. if it wasn't for MJ buying his stuff for him, he wouldn't have been able to get the $40 million. Like, do you, I just think of how angry I would be for so long. Mm -hmm. if, you definitely have bitter and, re, like, be bitter and resentful. Oh, my God. I would hate, I would hate white people. <laughs> oh. But hold on. He did that for Little Richard, but then went on a bot. Paul McCartney and the Beatles shit. Exactly. And I, was like, I ain't giving it back to none of y'all. Good. See how it feels. <laughs> White Reparations. <laughs> Yo. Um, and that's part of the rumor of like why he was killed and yada yada yada. Like there's so much bullshit. Like, like the conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Um the other thing that I learned was from you when you posted, but I guess you learned the same day that Yo. he was the voice of the magic school bus. Bam. When I the intro you, song. Someone posted this. Seatbelts, everyone! Please let this be a normal field trip with friends. No way! Oh, oh, oh. You relaxed and feeling good. Next thing that you know, you see it. Surfing on the subway, swinging through the stars. Take a look into a magician. Take your second right back on the magic school bus. Come on, right on the magic school bus. 
I used to get high and watch the Magic School Bus all the time. <laughs> that was me. Was, with, that was me. Meanwhile, Arthur. I was a kid, like not knowing what high meant. <laughs> Come on, the amount of shit that you see going on in the Magic School Bus, you're like, this is exactly what a high person needs yeah. to watch. No, dead ass, dead ass. My, Especially like the human body, like. For some You're learning reason, anatomy? Anytime I think about human anatomy, anytime I think about cloud formation and condensation and how storms are made. I Look like, at these cumulus clouds. <laughs> like, I just hey, think of the magic Miss, school bus. Miss Fizzle has taught me a lot in my Miss life. Who? And Miss, Miss who? Fizzle. Miss Fizzle. Frizz Fizzle? Fizzle, that was her name. Frizzle. It's Frizz. Frizzle? Yeah, oh. don't little Fizz Miss Frizzle. Oh. No, no fears the frizz. Close enough. <laughs> uh, There's the episode title. <laughs> hey, no fear. Because of her hair, wasn't her hair like red and like curly? Didn't she have like curly hair? Miss Frizzle. She yeah, curly a, frizzy she ass hair. The, yeah, she had the curly uh, frizzy. So they called her Miss Frizzle because she had frizzy hair. I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was her actual name though. <laughs> um, I did post though. Uh, like around the same time like a week ago that if miss frizzle was still around she would have already saw coronavirus because she would have taken that magic school bus <laughs> off the little coronavirus mo molecule Micro, yep. and figured out a cure for that's us facts, that's facts shout out to my dog ralphie aka weatherman you done <laughs> chicka chicka kaboom um yeah no i yo honestly when i was a kid i never made that connection not once and yeah. I, people were in my mentions like, how did you not know that? And I'm just like, fam, who's who's 10 years old thinking about Little Richard? I'm sorry. It's just not the first name on my mind. But now right? when you hear it, it seems so obvious. You're like, you feel stupid. Right. <laughs> and um, I really want, I, listen, we got to find out who was the artist behind majority of these theme songs that we love. Mm -hmm. Alan Thicke wrote a lot of them. Alan Thick, Robin Thick's dad. Wrote Robin Thick's father. He wrote Shout a lot out of to Alan Thick. Wait, he let's wrote a lot of theme songs. He wrote. Let's look what. He, let's look at what he's wrote. A Canadian. Alan Thick theme song. Right, theme songs. Because like I know Ziggy Marley did Arthur. Um, he wrote Growing Pains. Show me that smile. Show me that smile. No way to another me. Different fuck strokes. Is that? He wrote different strokes. Apparently. The facts of life. Who wrote Darkwing Duck? Yo, intern, look that up for me. The oh, Wizard of Oz. I don't who, know what that is. Who, the Joker's what Wild. What artist sang the Darkwing Duck uh, uh, theme song? You can use a computer. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga picked up his phone. He had a computer. Wheel of Fortune. Wait, Alan Thicke did Wheel of Fortune? Yeah. Jeff, Jeff Pachetto? I don't know that nigga. Sound like a mafia leader. <laughs> uh, but R.I.P. Little Richard, man. Um, Tutti Fruity, big tune when I was a kid. Tutti Fruity. Uh, I used to, I used to love singing that song. I still, I actually, it's so funny. I still call, and I never realized this until he died, that I call sex um, a wop bop a loop bop a wop bat boom sometimes. <laughs> um, and thank you, <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, sir. There has never been a more PG way to say I'm gonna throw it down than a wop bop a loop bop a wop bad Yo, you remember that show Kim Possible? Okay. Yeah. Christina Milian sang that. She sang what? the theme song. 
Why Call me, beat me, if you really need me. Hey, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> you a tenor? You a tenor? <laughs> um, who else? Uh, Proud family Proud was family Destiny's was Child. The, yeah. Yep, we know that. Destiny's Child and Solange. That's not yeah, I was going to say Solange. Um, well, it's Tori's song now. Let's just be real. That's Tori Lane's song. <laughs> That's he, he just completely bodied that. Um, but one one person that did pass away that is an absolute legend, an unspoken of legend. I know this one hurt for Norm. I, know. I just got goosebumps. I just got goosebumps. I know this one hurt for you, brother. The 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 falsetto queen, Betty Wright. I seen one video. I was like, dang. Sis. She was like, oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo. <laughs> and I was like, man, that's where is that where Mariah Carey got it from? Was did she invent that whisper sing? I don't know. Maybe was she the one norm? <laughs> like, did anybody do it before her? I'm not the that, whisper singer. I don't even know. Falsetto? No, I one's feel done, like no one's done many, it better than her because many uh what's her name? Uh who's the one that's saying Denise Denise Richards is really good with her falsetto. Oh yeah? Okay. Yeah. She's the one that sings Love, oh love, stop making a me. <laughs> that's a big tune. Silly of me to think that. <laughs> Um, man, sticking with the music business, another giant, Andre Harrell. Andre oh. Harrell. Ooh. I, I know that's Sad. another big one for Norm Ooh. right there. Ooh. Without, that's my, that's... without Andre Harrell, Norm would not. I what? My, my entire existence is based off Uptown Records. This is now. This is your guy. This is your president. I'm ashamed to admit, I am ashamed to admit, I didn't know who Andre Harrell was. Wow. Oh, and it's Andre Harrell. Wait, wait, wait. Harrell, 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 Harrell. Hold Harrell. on. You wow. Like, wait, you, wait, I mean, in... I knew him, him, but I didn't know of him. So I didn't knew, know the magnitude of him. But you knew, like, you've seen him before, right? But yeah, I, oh, I knew, okay. I, I only knew from before this, I only knew him to be the guy that put on B. Diddy. That's all I knew. So that's yeah. Listen, really? I'm not even gonna yeah, that's, that's all, all I, I knew. knew. Wow. But as, but as a result of most that, people, most people know him just as that. Just as yeah. the guy that that Diddy, like that's who found Diddy. That's the only thing I knew. I didn't like know about Jodeci or Mary J. Blige. I, I attribute that all to Diddy. Yes. See, most and I, I I did that too. But when I realized Uptown is where he, that's how they found that's Diddy. They and I'm found like, Diddy. okay, obviously he found Diddy through Uptown. He didn't find Diddy, but like he gave Diddy his first opportunity in the music business through Uptown. And that's what led to Bad Boy. So Her like Harrell, people people sleep on him. Like, like what's the other guy, the Godfather, uh, the Black Godfather, what's yeah, his name yeah, again? Yeah, yeah, Clancy, yeah. Yeah, another one of those guys, right? Where he's just mm -hmm. an unsung hero that only the industry people really know that the, the regular mainstream cast don't understand his magnitude and impact. It was, Andre was on my list of like people I wanted to meet. I don't, and listen, I don't even blame you, man. And connect that, with. Talk about someone who can have an eye for talent. Yeah. Like, wow. Wait, 
But like you know, he started off as a rapper, right? I don't know yeah. that. That's how he most was, of these niggas Jekyll and Hyde. <laughs> <laughs> he was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde in the rap group before he like transitioned from being artist to like management a I'm definitely, there has to be a, a documentary on YouTube somewhere about this guy or at least like a... Um, he might like, have you watched Hip Hop Evolution? I can't remember if he in was it. included nope. in it. Nope. Nope. I watched that thing back to front. He is not mm-hmm. in there. And which is a travesty now that we're now that we're talking about it, like because we we've yeah. they've gotten past that era. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the next season's gonna focus. Yeah, it would have because this 2000s. was this was in like the 80s. Yeah, so yeah. he would have already because he was one of the founders, um, like not one of the founders, but one of the like f- the forefront who have started hip hop. So it would have been in the same episode with like. Cool game. Cool yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. Well, maybe they they did bring it up, but they never made a focus on him. I feel like mm-hmm. the with the amount of people that they've put focus on, you gotta put focus on that guy for an episode. <laughs> like, yeah, he, he isn't. He, he is. Uh, what is the word I'm see. looking for? He is the reason for so much hits. So many people are rich because of that nigga. So many people have made millions off of him. Like, I can't mm-hmm. believe Yo. that he's not a bigger figure in hip hop. Like, I a, just found something on YouTube. I'll send it to you. It's like an hour, and it says Dr. <laughs> Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, the Champagne of Rap Foundation Lesson Number Thirty Four. Nice. So I guess it's somebody who just like goes through the history of what they were. Um, I love those yeah. channels. I've been watching you, you, a lot of beef channels too. Beefs like beefs. They, there's this one channel like gives you like an hour and a half of each, <clears throat> each hip hop beef like ever. Like this. you know what I like? I haven't. I've watched one of the YouTube videos. There's this guy on um Twitter. I don't even know what his name is. I just come across his thread sometimes. He'll go through like the history of gangster stuff. Yeah. Like it has nothing to necessarily do about rap. It's just like gangster stuff like, like that don that don diva goodness right like there, drug bro. dealing stuff that went down in like detroit and like certain things like crips but like the female versions in la and like he will find some type of gangster american gangster and he'll go into like this deep dive of who they are why they're like this where they're at now everything that they did and i just find it so fascinating i've always been obsessed with like i'm like man do, do you ever read don diva magazine no Read Don. That's like, that's like the source magazine for all things street culture, like real street street culture. Guns on the front cover, every you know, wow. every, stupid shit, crazy I think, shit. I think if I like in a past life, I think I was like an American gangster or something, because I'm very intrigued in it. <laughs> so I'm surprised. Well. <laughs> It, it, but now I would never do anything. But back then, like, in my other life, that's how you cover your tracks, Takashi. All, yeah. all I'm saying is, I'm, I'm looking at you like you a really good criminal. If you, if, if no, if no, no. Now, shit. like, I'm scared shitless to do anything. Like, woo, let me tell you. But so, you, so, so you, you're basically making good fortune in the toilet for fifty and twenty one questions. Listen, yeah. I saw I saw a meme today of um, it was like a picture of a girl's panties like soaked. And the caption said, uh, when you hug him and feel his gun on his waist. And I was like, oh, my oh, gosh, <laughs> is that what you guys feel? Is that the emotion? Uh, no, it's not for me. Um, I Ari, mean, maybe. That, that, <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe. <laughs> you are <it> prob- sick. 
Because it just probably means they, they have a level of confidence that they're willing to pull a trigger, they carry have power. a gun. It's not even There's a certain level of power that they're like, ooh. I think nice. I would I would I would say it's the opposite of confidence. I would say it's it's insecurity that makes you get that gun. But it does present power because now yeah. you have power and women love power no matter what form it comes in, apparently. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely think that it like in a past life I might have been married to like a mobster or something, somebody of that high stature. Like you couldn't be just one of these like no, street youths. It had to be the Don data of it. He had to so how, you, shit. so how can you support what it's cost you six nine there, huh? Nah, you know what she, you know what Alicia's him. really saying is she don't she won't support you when you selling them dime bags. But when no, you no, get no, up no. to the top you gotta have the real money, wow. honey. You gotta be like, had the big bricks. You gotta never touch it. You don't have to touch it because all your people be touching oh, it. Oh, see how she knows it in and out? Nah, 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 nah. nah. Something's going on. Something's going on. <laughs> She's dating too many fucking hustlers and juggers. They <laughs> may not have an ex. I may like, not have an ex. Alicia's like, nah, that, he, that nigga can't touch that shit. In some you, can't stuff. Shit with you. you can't shit where you eat, nigga. Nah, you no. ain't touching that shit. No powder on your hand. Nothing, nah, nothing that links you, nigga. Mm-mm. When Alicia pops out, when Alicia <laughs> takes the pictures, that first picture where the stars <laughs> on the scene, <laughs> just know you're gonna know what's up. It's actually gonna be exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Premier, 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 premier. She's a drug dealer. She's a drug dealer. I'm surprised I didn't tap into that when I lived in Detroit because they all about that life. Like, if you see me ever go back to Detroit and all of a sudden I have a mink on and some mm. buffs, like the Cartier glasses that they be wearing, mm. and then you see me in a Rolls Royce mm. with the stars mm. on the roof, you Real know play. you've lost me forever. Wow. Real players ball. I can see you on a players Detroit, ball for sure. Detroit players, what up? <laughs> I'll be like, yo, Alicia dated Big Sean. That's crazy. <laughs> It's um, so cold in the D. Yes. Have you ever heard that song, Marlon? Yeah, yeah, I know that song. Okay. <laughs> I know that song. Unfortunately, I know that song. Even as a Jamaican, I know that song. Yes. Um, <laughs> normal Jamaicans, you want it? Hey, you want to throw on cold in the D? No, that's fine. That's fine. Hi. Um, <laughs> speaking of cold in the D, one person who was cold in the D, Michael Jordan. We're back again. <laughs> Michael Jordan. Ah, Scott, Scotty Burrell. Wow. <laughs> Listen, seeing yeah. Michael Jordan talk shit. It was like, I, th- I thought I loved when Kobe talked mm. shit. When MJ yeah. talks shit, it's beautiful. Because he calls everyone a hoe. It's amazing. Like, he... He called every man a hoe, and you said it, Scott Burrell, right? So I wanted to talk about that yeah. because Scott Burrell. Man, he's too nice. He's too nice. Right? I like, can't shake him. <laughs> he's the only man that, like, Michael Jordan couldn't get in the head of, right? And, like, he kept saying, oh, he's too nice. He's too nice. And he's like, oh, well, you know, when, I get, when players are like that, usually uh, I do think to anger them. To get them to want to fight me or to just, you know, just to man up, just stick up for themselves. But Scotty Burrell wouldn't do that, right? And mm-hmm. he's like, I have the utmost respect for Scotty, blah, blah, blah. Man. And to think of like how large that team was, the depth on that team, and of all people to guard him during practice, it was Scotty Burrell, right? Mm-hmm. Everyone on the team could attest for as being the nicest guy, right? Mm-hmm. 
I think that Scotty Burrell was in MJ's head. Hear me out. I think that, okay, you saw how like that episode ended and MJ, they're basically talking about is MJ a nice guy? And people are like, he, he's a good teammate. Um, <laughs> he's a really good player. Really, oh, good, good guy on the court, right? Well, off the court, it's not the same, right? They're basically calling him an asshole off the court and he's not a nice guy. And even the fact that his best friend is his personal trainer or his personal assistant, not his, even his personal trainer, personal assistant, very odd, right? I think Scotty Burrell was a reflection of what Mike wanted to be to like perception wise to everybody else. But he just didn't know how to balance being a leader and being nice. And that's why he, would, I think that's why he would pick on Scotty the most because like, this guy's just too nice. Like, no matter what I do, <laughs> he's just a nice person. And I'm not but, that nice person no matter what. But that's yeah. the thing. He knows how to get under everybody's skin. Yeah. And he was losing at the fact that he couldn't get under Scotty's. And, and someone that's complete opposite of him. You know, on the other end of the spectrum, yeah. that's fully like going with the flow of every throw he hits it with. He's like, oh, thanks, Mike. Like, the fuck? Shut <laughs> up, Scotty. Hit me back. And even like, what's to wrong day, Scotty still is like, oh, I love Mike. You know, he's a great guy. Like, he still, <laughs> he acts like nothing happened when this man bullied you. That's a level of composure I wish to have one day. I wish to be so unbothered by, like, people coming at me that I could just be like, oh, and still have, like, I love him. Like, True, unadulterated. He's great. Like, like, just peace. <laughs> just zen. Sir, you are made in the image of God. <laughs> he, he's Omarion. Uh, he's Omarion. Yeah. Level of, Scotty Burrell is Omarion. Level Go ahead, Fizz. <laughs> He's just, it's, it's okay. Hey, it's bro, okay. it's okay. You guys J-Bug mess with my mom. No, no oh big deal. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> when we're talking about Unbothered King, it's a fight between Scotty Burrell and Omarion. And they probably won't fight. They're probably like, no, you're the nicest. No, you're the nicest. Like, yeah. they're just, it's just, it was very it interesting to watch, um, so Omarion's too cool. He's got an ice box where his heart used to be. That, you know that's just mean? the level of peace I really want to acquire. <laughs> like, I'm really going to work on that. I'm just going to meditate or something. I don't know. I'm, I'm <laughs> it really guys. made me question, like, um, my own tactics in leading whenever I have to lead or any mm -hmm. of that stuff. Because, like, on the one hand, you have arguably the greatest athlete of all time, right? Um, mm -hmm. You have the most accomplished NBA player in terms of six for six, six finals MVPs. Like anytime he got there, he got it done. That's never been said before, right? Um, well, it's been said before. That's, that's also a narrative that needs to change. There's like been 66 players or something like that that have never lost in the finals. Just it's never been six times, <laughs> right? Um, but is that necessary... To is the price of becoming the greatest loneliness? Mm -hmm. Because oh, I yeah. feel like it's feel they always say it's lonely at the top. That's what they always say. Yeah, because I feel like almost it's like you have to. It's almost like you have to make a decision one day. Am mm -hmm. I gonna be the people that? Am I gonna be the guy that people like, or am I gonna be the guy that gets things done? Mm -hmm. Right. And he chose to be the guy that gets things done, but now you're kind of seeing the regret, like. 
MJ's a crier. We know MJ's a crier, but yeah. for him to cry over the fact that people might not think he's a nice guy after you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars, not even after it comes out, during the, the episode, he's yeah. just like, you know, people might say whatever, but yeah. that's just the way I approach the game. And if you don't like it, you don't have to play. Yeah. That's like, fine. And he's like, break. I need a break. Because he, he's like on the verge of tears. He was crying. He was really yeah. crying. And it's like, I've, even like going back to the thing of the personal assistant as a best friend. Who has a personal assistant as their best friend? Whose best friend is just running errands for them? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it's, it just goes to show how much friends does MJ really have? How many of those Bulls players keep, how many of those Bulls players do you think keep in contact with MJ? On a monthly basis, even just a monthly, I don't think very many. No. I, a lot of them talk. Tony Kukoc, I don't think talks to anybody. <laughs> maybe maybe Steve Kerr. Maybe Steve's the only one. Or Steve Phil. Steve is such a nice guy that I believe Steve would. Um, well, because they're both. Cha- I think Steve's still a champion to the day to this day. You know what I mean? Well, and also like, they're both a part of the NBA actively. You know, uh, MJ owns a team. Steve's coaching a team. They're gonna bump into each other a couple times a year. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I'm talking. But real like friends. in terms of like actually having a friendship where you hit them up and be like, "Hey, how are you doing? Like, what's up? Like, like, hey, yo, probably I'm sick not. And I'm trapped on my floor. Can you go to the run to the store for me and get something? Like, does MJ have those friends that are not working for him? I feel like well, once in a while he calls Scotty Burrell crying. <laughs> Just like Scotty, I'm sorry for all the times I treated you bad. Just, just hear me out. You're the only one that's gonna understand my pain. I feel like he has to. Yo, you joke about that, but I really feel like he almost has to have that moment for if he if he's gonna have any semblance of like real friendships uh, and real relationships. I feel like he's gotta kind of almost mend those wounds, but it seems like through the, this entire documentary. He doesn't think he's done anything wrong. But I think Kobe's the only person. One thing I do want to say about this in terms of like friendships, like they might not be friends at all. And you have to think of it as just because they spent this much time together, they were just coworkers. So they don't necessarily have to be friends. Like when you move on from a job, are you always friends with your coworkers? Yeah, that's true. Not always. Do you you always win six championships with your coworkers? No, but I'm just saying like team of all time with your coworkers. mm -hmm. No, but I'm just saying like there's some people that just treat it as business, right? Like there's a lot of, um, I was watching this guy that used to play in the, in the NFL, Martellus Bennett, and he was on his wife's Instagram live talking about the NFL and pretty much saying that he doesn't necessarily talk to the people that he won championships with. Like there's all, there's a couple, there was one guy who was like off. You would not necessarily believe it. Um, but he was like, other than that, I don't necessarily talk to them because at that moment they're my coworkers or whatever. And then he was like, even still, when I was in the locker room, it always felt like a weird place to me because he was like, he felt his level of just like intelligence and all that stuff was at a different spot than these guys who were like pretty much trained to just not be able to think for themselves. And that's why the NFL is fucked up. But like that's the type of mentality that I go into is like sometimes these people don't like he probably has friends that he grew up with maybe college teammates that yeah. he's still rocking with but people he won with maybe not I, I, it's just difficult when you see almost every great player with mm-hmm. their friends you know what I mean like you see Kevin Durant with his boys RIP to one of his boys that passed mm-hmm. like, you see LeBron has made his friends mm-hmm. 
like respectable business moguls. Like mm -hmm. these guys all are making money, doing what they love in some sort of fashion. And I just feel like, especially when you're one of the most polarizing figures, you're one of the most paparazzied out people. They only like talked about one friend and he, he hasn't even been anywhere in the recent stuff. Like he, they showed him back in his gambling days, the guy that got mm -hmm. him into the gambling world and all that stuff. But other than that, and he, you haven't seen that guy talk the entire documentary. So who, who's to say they, they're still friends? And it's just like, I, I understand the, the significance of his championships and like the legacy he's left behind. But at some point, you have to ask yourself on a human level, was it worth it? Yeah. And a lot I mean. of the times these people will say like it was worth it in terms of being able to provide for his family and his fam like his future generations and stuff like that. But on a personal level, there's some people that miss out on um, relationships with like like man or woman. Yep. Um, they are not around when their kids are growing up. So they miss important like mm -hmm. moments. They're not around when their parents are old and on their deathbed um, because they're chasing. And it's definitely a level of sacrifice. But I think that once these people get to the top, they always look back like, dang, I wish I could have done it. Mm -hmm. I wish I could have done it different. And I even feel it like I'm not like successful anywhere, like whatever. I'm just regular, but I definitely feel like it too. And I said this to somebody, I don't feel like I have a real core group of friends. I, and that's because I'm always moving. Yeah. So like, you know, like you and TJ have been friends forever since I've known you and you guys have been really close. But like I have that. But like my best friends in London, England and my other friends that I've grown really close with, they might be in Detroit and D.C., like all these different places that I lived in. And here in Toronto, I don't have that. So it's like. I've sacrificed that and I'm going to continue to sacrifice it until I'm able to find that spot where I'm like, okay, this is where I'm going to settle. And it's even with relationships. Like well, I will just, up and leave a man if I feel like I need to go and chase after my careers. And it sucks during this pandemic. I'm like, this fucking sucks. Like, I'm looking for this career that can't even happen right now. Damn it. I know, like I'm stuck in this fucking house with no friends, like no man. Oh, man. <laughs> See, and that's the thing is like when you you work for a while, but how long do you live? Do you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like how long do you live outside of your work? Mm -hmm. And if if that's the case, especially me and TJ were talking about it just just yesterday, actually. Like the more successful you get the harder it is to maintain just everything. Like being mm -hmm. being a productive life person is very difficult. If you're yeah. trying to Taxi. eat healthy, work out, maintain balanced relationships with your friends, families, coworkers, mm -hmm. do your work, become successful at that, get the amount yeah. of sleep you need. Like there's no- To be that whole person, you gotta it's sacrifice. like non-existent. Yeah, it's non-existent. And if you are that person, you're a fucking robot. You're not normal. You're a sociopath. <laughs> you're, not you're not real. You're not fucking. You're not real. There's no way you can distribute so much of yourself out evenly every mm -hmm. day, right? Like, so especially with success, I feel like I know from personal experience, the more successful you get, the lonelier it does feel. Especially if you're a special person and you realize you have unique talents, no yeah. one's gonna understand your mind. Mm -hmm. um, and when you do That's bump big. into those people. They already have their own friends. <laughs> They've already got their yeah. own life. And it's like, yeah, especially as an adult, 
Mm-hmm. I know this is way, this is a big problem for a lot of adults is making friendships as adults because mm-hmm. uh, you're taught by the media, by movies, by all these things, all oh, high school friends, no new friends, friends no, no new, new friends. friends. You grow up with each other. <laughs> you guys know every ins and outs and all that stuff. And like, you feel like you can't build a new moment or mm-hmm. new moments with these people. And like, also, you've been scarred from past friendships that have gone <laughs> sour and you don't know who to trust. And mm-hmm. there's so much things when you're an adult um, that come into play that when you're a kid, who gives a fuck, right? This kid's playing tag, I'm going to play tag. You don't care about anything else. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just so much harder as an adult to throw yourself into these situations, not knowing if it could come back to bite you in the ass, not knowing mm-hmm. if this person is not going to be a good friend, like if they don't feel the same way about you, now you look beg. Like there's so many yeah. different, there's so many different factors at play that people just say, you know what? I'm just going to stay well, in my own I'd bed. rather not. I'd rather not. There's too much risk involved. I really, I really think that we need to not have the new, no new friends mentality because a lot of great can come from new friends. Like when you're able to make, find and meet solid people, they can really help you succeed in whatever aspect of life you're trying to succeed in. Yeah, Um, ladies and gentlemen, Alicia is going to be a great friend, okay? It's Alicia. Sorry, Uh, my my bad, my bad, my bad, my bad. Alicia. Alicia. Thank you. Is 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 a ready and willing friend? Applications are open. No, I'm saying in general, like you just gotta you just gotta think about what this person could potentially bring to you. And if you continue to have that closed minded and be like, no, I gotta stick with the same people that you once knew when you were like immature and didn't know anything about life, like mm-hmm. that's definitely gonna hold you back. And then also finding friends that are like minded in understand what you are trying to achieve mm-hmm. in life. So that makes it easier because then you'll be able to have like that support system. You guys will be aligned and they might just be as busy as you, but it'll be an understanding and at least still like you guys will be on the same page. Cause I've definitely had friends who've gone down different paths. Like maybe they got married really young and had multiple babies and stuff like that. Their life just looks different than mine. And so they can't relate to what I'm trying to do and I can't relate to what they're trying to do. Yeah. Social media. Trying to be in these streets. Social media definitely. (laughs) It definitely helps these days. Like I've made a lot of friends on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I've made a lot of friends on Instagram, all of which have helped me in some sort of way. Um, and it's a lot easier to find like-minded people. Interns like me, me, me. <laughs> yes, intern. Yes, I found you. Yes. No, you found me. That yes, we'll we'll for the Patreon. For the Patreon, we'll tell the story. <laughs> we'll tell the story. It's very interesting um, what you can accomplish uh, with social media. Like I don't know if you guys mm-hmm. are watching Insecure. Are you guys watching Insecure? Yep. I just I'm gonna be catching up. I just caught up on it yesterday. Mm-hmm. And Issa's currently going through the same thing. She's had mm-hmm. her friend that's been her person for years, and now she's slowly realizing the toxicity in Molly. And it took a good friend coming in to highlight how poor her other friend was, right? You have Con Condola, who is her ex's girlfriend, but Issa started out as a business partner with her and didn't know. And so Mm -hmm. they just became friends. They're very like-minded. They're both goal-oriented. They both have the same vision. And they just click way better um, than her and Molly do. 
Um, and it's it, it, you're seeing how difficult it is to not only maintain an adult friendship, but mm-hmm. to let go of some of the ones you thought were serving you for so long that are no longer serving you. Mm-hmm. And that is, for a lot of people, probably the hardest part is like a mm-hmm. lot of people have toxic friends, don't know how to get rid of them. Like, have you guys had toxic friends and how did you guys get like get rid of them completely? Um, I, I definitely feel like there's usually a breaking point where you get into some type of argument and then it's just like left. Like I text a girl right now that me and her have been friends for a while. I texted her. I was like, girl, like, are you okay? But I know that like our lifestyle, we got into a situation and it's just because we don't have the same views on something. And for me, it's just like, hey, if you want to be mad because I wouldn't do something that I don't think reflects good on me, then that's your problem. It is what it is. But I feel like it always, like, you can only bite your tongue for so long. You can only try to avoid those type of conversations or arguments for a certain long, like, a certain amount of time. And then you guys are just going to end up going left. But I think that's what we're seeing in Insecure, too, is, like, this passive, mm-hmm. passive aggression never works. I tell people this all the time. Just be direct. Yeah. We talked about, I talked about on the timeline this week um, about, like, how passive aggression is, like, the number one killer of relationships, man. If you guys mm-hmm. leave things unsaid and don't bring it up, you're just going to build resentment, and it's just going to come out in other ways. Like, you see in Insecure how snappy uh, Molly and Issa were getting, like, just lo- uh, backhanded compliments and just getting at each other with little snarky remarks. Yeah. Um, I saw, uh, <laughs> shout out to Royston. Uh, Royston <laughs> posted last night and got into a bit of uh, bit of heat saying he doesn't think that uh, women in friendships are as strong or... Um, or have as much longevity as male friendships. Mm-hmm. And he feels like women uh, get into more drama um, and they have more fickle relationships. And <clears throat> just like you said, like how you, you're like just talking about how you and her had an argument. And I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, man, me and TJ will have an argument. And then the next day, it's like it never happened. Right? Yeah. But like, for women, I feel like I, I tweeted this last night. I said, I think women put up with less fuck shit, whereas men will let fuck shit slide in the name <laughs> in the name of friendship. Right? Yeah. And loyalty, baby. And if you look at it that way, it's interesting because someone said a, a girl said to me, Why is that? Why do why do men do that? Right? And I I told her, I was like, for men for male friendships, I feel like it's almost um we treat it like marriage vows. In a sense, through thick and thin, goodness y'all gotta and hell. be boys for life. Like it's that whole bros over hoes is so deep, so deep, yeah, so deeply embedded. So like I know for me that mentality of look out for your brother and friendship and like never let your boy down mm-hmm. came from sports. It it just got embedded in me with sports with team play. That's what you're taught. The next man over, that's your brother. Like, look out for everybody. If somebody gets slide tackle in soccer, you better take out that nigga's legs two plays later or whatever the case may be, right? You just stick up for your boys at all costs, no matter what. Yeah. And also, I think that the contrast in seeing women not put up with the fuck shit, where it's like, it may seem like, wow, you guys got into an argument over that and now you're not friends. But for mm-hmm. you guys, it's not the argument. It's the principle. 
Yeah. Yes. Exactly. I mean, for me, I'm just like two days after the argument, I was like, girl, you good? Nothing. Three months later, like, hello, you good or not? Nothing. Like, all right, cool. Like, I don't need it that bad. I think that men need to be able to do that, too, because I've seen a bunch of situations where guys will hold on to a friendship that isn't serving to them and is only going to cause more problems in the future. One of my exes, he had a best friend. And I kind of understand like why he would want to hold, he felt like forever indebted to him because he ended up getting shot. My ex got shot and the guy ended up like covering him and help preventing him from potentially getting shot more, whatever. So he feels like he's forever indebted, but this guy is always in and out of jail, doesn't have anything going for him. And he was ready to move him like across country to move into his house. And like my ex had like a new baby and stuff like that. And it's just like, do you think that having this person that's constantly getting in trouble and constantly seeking trouble is good for a little kid that you're just bringing into your life? Like you have a career, like why would that, it don't make no sense. Like why would you want to continue to hold on to that? Like tell him to get his own life and life and fix up like in a different way than you just sheltering him and taking care of him and enabling his bad habits Mm -hmm. just because years ago when y'all was in high school he covered you as a body shield like i get it but not yeah yeah when do when do those when do life-saving events run out when does that yeah (laughs) when does that account somebody somebody (laughs) told me this some people have told me i'm so look out for you how long how long do i have to wait to no longer look out for you (laughs) if we don't fuck with each other like that yeah you know, um, I've had a lot of friends that I'm loyal to, and some people say I'm almost too loyal. Mm-hmm. Um, loyal because, in this, yeah, to a fault. Because in the same, in the same sense, like they've done things for me that I'm like, you know what, I'm, I'm, that I'm of loyal. I'm your dog for life, literally. Like I will bite the living shit out of anybody for you yeah. because you put me on. And the amount of people I've done that for, and I'm still kind of doing that for, and I still hear it. Like, chill, you don't need to do all that. Like, I'm sure they don't expect you to do those things but for some reason there's something in me this this code that's just like no you have to be loyal to the soil right I feel like even you're if it's so deep that you do things for others that they wouldn't do for you 100 percent. but then that's because but i'm basing that off of like one of the things i, I felt like no one would have ever done that for me so because you did that for me yo for life mm-hmm. right but i know some people that i'm like like recently, someone told me like, yo, man, just because that's what they live by doesn't mean you need to live by that or like hold up that same code of honor. Mm-hmm. But yeah. in my head, I was just like, but since that's how they live and that's what they expect, I should try and honor that also since we're, you know, we're around each other all the time. But then I started to realize maybe I'm not as, you know, deep, as heavy as some certain people. And I should just, in fact, move away from like... Like, I used to be really involved. You know what I'm saying? When I say involved, like, all mm-hmm. my friends were criminals. And, and I had a lot of, you know? But I was never the criminal within the, the group of friends. I was the, fr- I was the funny guy. Oh, my God, you're a Takashi. Oh, my I God. Was- <laughs> Normal Takashi. Oh, my God. That's the answer, baby. It's the closest, closest, closest. Shut up, Nintendo. Shut up, Nintendo. You see that? That's why he didn't want to be in the Instagram uh, live, but he still wanted to watch. Uh, oh. that you <laughs> fucking sicko. He was probably on his burner account, his Finster. Oh, no. <laughs> All I'm trying to say is 
say is this. Like, just because all my homeboys love all this shit. turn did it. Just because all I know a lot of people that shoot shoot guns and, and do some hardcore street shit doesn't mean I have to adhere to those same rules. Not mm-hmm. saying I'm a snitch, nothing like that, oh but I don't need to. I'm not going to put myself in a situation to snitch because I would never do it anyways. But the point is. Sounded real personal. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> it's it's so it's hilariously funny because there's a parallel that I cannot deny. But <laughs> and so I'm like, ah, oh, you motherfuckers, you got me. As he wears this bright pink hat and yep. pink oh, hat oh, with the braids, with the Takashi braids. <laughs> That man, wow, we really we really came full circle with that one. <laughs> Norm69 was born. <laughs> we found a there new episode title. I'm no, Norm69, don't Six you nine. fucking dare. I'm definitely photoshopping tattoos onto your face. <laughs> Norm96. Yeah, oh. Norm96. Norm96! Holy crap. Hold on, hold on. Oh man, that's that's good. Norm that ninety six. That was that was a good one, Alicia Yee. Alicia was the play of the day. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfuckers! Hey, that was good. That was good. Oh, uh, I gotta get some like TSN Sports Center music for whoever gets the play of the day. Whoever has the best joke of the episode. <laughs> I'm just going to run it. <laughs> Holy shit. Norm 96 has been born. Um, speaking of 96, that was a good year. Um, it was the year uh, that Doja Cat was born. Uh, was she really born in 96? I have no idea. I just thought it was a good segue. I, I feel like... <laughs> <laughs> she might be. Like, Hold on, no, Google that. Intern, intern, Google that. If she's 96, I'm a god. If she's 96, I'm a god. I'm gonna lose it. I'm gonna lose it. Ask Siri. Ask Siri. No, she's 95. But she was born in October. She was so close. So close. I was three months away from being right. My parents had to fuck so early. Um. You should have said, speaking of 95, 96, <laughs> yeah, uh, <right>. basketball season. <laughs> uh. Oh, man. But um, let's just let's get serious really quickly. Um, <laughs> okay. Now, uh, you know, when people make promises, I feel I personally feel like they should follow through with their promises. Am I right? Can I get Standard. an amen? Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And um, procedure. You know, we were promised some titty meat. We were promised some titty meat. When? From Doja Cat. She tweeted, if y'all get me to number one, I will give you guys my titties really hard. Not just give you guys my titties, but give it to us really hard. Real hard. She made it to number one. How hard means? (laughs) She made it to number one, and um, where them titties at? We still have no titties. Where they at? No. We still have no fucking titties. Mm -hmm. 
I can't see it from the back, and I'm waiting to see it from the front, 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 front. front, front. You're dumb. (laughs) Um, I want them. um, She came on Instagram Live and uh, just basically said that um, she she lied. She lied to us. You lied to me. And um, I was uh, the internet as a whole was pretty mad. Um, oh my god, I just realized I have to show my boobs real hard. Uh, I'm just gonna be honest with you guys, I did play you. I'm not showing my boobs real hard, man. You got fucking played. You got fucking played. Look at yourself. Why would you do it like that, Doja? Why? That's just... You're rubbing it in people's face. We want to see it. She's we don't not like rubbing rub it in, in our, our face. face. That's the problem. With you're rubbing in our face without rubbing it in our face. Maybe she's I mean, just a clown gal. If she was really smart, she would go and say she's going to start her OnlyFans, get everybody to sign up for the OnlyFans, and then potentially just tease everybody. Sign a sign a deal with Vivid. Now, some Alicia, how do we sell our ideas? We're so good at this. We just have so much ideas for these people, and we just don't know how to give it to them. And we just give it to the free. Like, what the God damn, man. Somebody create a service. (laughs) There needs to be an app where regular people can just send celebrities ideas and get paid for it. Well, why don't you start it? Because there's an idea. Hiding that shit. The real OnlyFans? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Or I'll call it not only fans. <laughs> not only fans.com. Yo, that'd be crazy. Cause like, yo, Maz have so much ideas, like even just to sell to companies, not even just um, celebrities. Like my, my keyboard idea for Apple or for all phone services, I, I could be a billionaire. I, I feel like there. I feel like you can though. It's just like a very hard process to really get in. Cause I feel like there might for tech. There might be, uh, like, if you have an idea, then, like, you can submit it this way. But you, to save yourself, you would need to get it patented before that you actually be a part of the app. submit it. That yeah. Should, that should also be a part so of the app. So then start the app, patent the idea of the app, start it, <laughs> and then go pitch it to somebody to get funded. Hold Hello. on, hold on. Quarantine, 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 quarantine. Hold on, hold on. I feel like Alicia's just Gary feeds you right now. I did. Hello. You just got to make your fucking excuses and fucking do it. Fucking do it. Just fucking do it. What are you waiting for? You're sitting on your ass in your room. Okay, Everest. You're just not doing it. I mean, how many followers do you have? How many followers do you have? Um, you can have a lot more. That's great. That's great. That's enough. That's enough. Make your money. You just sell it there. A half hour, an hour a day, the same time that you spent on COD, um, sitting on Instagram, <laughs> messaging celebrities. How long, how, how long do you play the video game every day? An hour? Okay. So, this is what I want you to do. I want you what, to what, make is your, what does your mom make you for breakfast? I want you to make 59 of those minutes and put that towards your dreams. Fucking yes. Yes. <laughs> But I mean, shit, he ain't even wrong, though. Like, <laughs> if niggas just spend more time on their fucking dreams, it'd be a lot more successful. Do you have a dog? Do you have a dog? Tell me, do you have a dog? Yes. Do you walk your dog every day? Take pictures you walk your, while you walk your dog. Why, why, don't you, why don't you walk your dreams? <laughs> you can walk your dreams, you know? While you're just out there. <laughs> why don't you walk your dreams? <laughs> But (laughs) (laughs) why don't you walk your dream? 
In regards to um, these ideas being put out there and being able to monetize the ideas, Demon Time is officially partnered with OnlyFans. Let's go! I said, wow! (laughs) I said, wow, son. Did you see the video? Did you saw the trailer? You saw the trailer video? Yeah. Listen, OnlyFans, I don't know who's running it over there. But congratulations. You're doing you a just... damn good job. The day that that, listen, the day OnlyFans goes public is the first day I'll have stocks. <laughs> <laughs> Let that be very known. I'm Get waiting your little for, Robin Hood uh, I'm, accounts I'm open. I'm at <laughs> home waiting for that IPO to drop, man. I'm going to be on Wealth Simple so quick. Y'all don't fuck with me, man. Um, <laughs> all your $2,000 checks are going into oh, my, whole T- my whole TFSA emptied. Emptied. I th- CRB money. I saw a girl that said she made 11k in 16 days. Off what? 11k on OnlyFans. She's just no, a regular no, yeah, girl. No, no, yeah, that's very, that's very easy for them. Like what? Like what? Am, what am I doing? Listen, you have people like Rosa Acosta and um, people with big numbers. And I always say this: if you got big numbers, there's mm-hmm. no harm in doing it for just a month if you're fooling people. And if they stick but- around. You're making money regardless. There's no, there's no loss. It's not like you have to pay OnlyFans to be on the site, right? So mm-hmm. you're, you're only making money out of people's curiosity for the most part. Um, yeah. Because I know the majority of the OnlyFans pages that I've paid for, I was like, oh shit, you on there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I've always wanted to see that titty meat. Oh, here's my five dollars <laughs> and then i press i press i go on there i press cancel right away i just need to see five i just need five dollars to see the titties that's it <laughs> i don't need months of titties i only want to see yeah. once <laughs> have you been on uh only fans alicia no i haven't i've never i, I haven't either intern yeah. do you frequent the uh, only fans with his honey I frequent the only ah, thing. He was about to lie. World premiere, 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 premiere. Exclusive, you dirty, you dirty fucker, you sick motherfucker. I know you follow OnlyFans.com slash Honey. You sicko. You sicko. Drizzling fucking page for sure on her toes and shit. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And he be sitting in that chair with a do rag. Hold on. How many? How many many girls have you frequented on OnlyFans? I'll go Uh, first. Less than less than five. I've I've done at least seven or eight. Okay, I'm at four. Started seven or eight easily. Okay, four, Um, four. I think I'm at. Were they all girls you knew? Half and half. Two I knew, two I didn't. Mm. Like, no, like, yeah. I, I know what you mean, and two and two. Mm. So that two- was four in one day. What, what's the <laughs> overall number? What's that the was, grand total, That okay. was at 3 to 4 p.m. Now, what did you do? <laughs> the, the, the lifetime number. <laughs> um, oh, now, the two girls that, were, that you knew on OnlyFans, after viewing their OnlyFans, Did you approach them for vagina? Did you slide in those DMs in turn? Get a bit sticky. A little red. Get a little (laughs) sticky in there. Just just to kind of like keep it anonymous, but one has a man actually, and I think he's okay with her having it. 
And then the other one is it's great that she has an OnlyFans, but personality wise, uh, I just it's good to look at from afar. I'll Nigga, put what's it like love that. got to do with it? Hey, what's I don't need love? to buy the art. I could just look at it. Look at it, <laughs> but don't have to. In. Don't have to do look, nothing don't touch with motherfucker it. Think twice. Need a light. Just, <laughs> Yo, oh, but yes, man. yeah, two and two. Yeah, no, same for me, half and half. Um, some girls, two girls that I I don't know, but know online from the states. I was like, oh, I gotta see that. <laughs> and especially uh, the Toronto girls that like we're doing bottle move out service. there. We're doing bottle service, and now have no choice. <laughs> They like fuck it. I'm like, I feel like I'm doing charity. I feel like I'm doing God's work. <laughs> I'm providing uh, a Canadian emergency response fund. Uh, <laughs> I'm just doing it in a different way. I'm no different from the government. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> you know all. what? I feel like if I started an OnlyFans, it would be popping. I could definitely make money and show it. Yeah, you could call the it the bare minimum. <laughs> And it would be crazy because I posted a picture that just like was not dressed as a boy and it wasn't even showing much. And I had like mad husbands in my DMs. You should flex on them, Ace. You should like, like, Ace oh, you gonna post here. like this more? One person was like, one person was like, oh, I mm-hmm. like, I see how you've been posting a little bit more sexy pictures. Like, mm-hmm. you know, talk to them. Yeah. Talk to them. Talk to them Ace. They out here. Talk They're to out them, here. So like you saying, I started OnlyFan, and all I gotta do is just show some cleavage. Listen, some I know a girl. That's it. Just I know some a cleavage. I went on a girl's page, and this is the ultimate hustle. This, if you're not doing, if you're an OnlyFans girl, and you're not doing this, what I'm about to say hold right on, now, hold on. you are not making money. I'm gonna let you know that right now. What you wanna do is start one page, right? Moderately priced, five six dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Oh no no, sorry, reverse. Start one page, price high, so like fifteen to twenty dollars, right? Then they get on there, only lingerie, right? Oh, livid, pissed. I want a titty meat. Fuck you, Doja Cat. Um, and then you direct them to a VIP page. That's the that is the jig. You direct them to a VIP page where you do get naked and it's cheaper than the initial yeah, page. Exactly. In order for them to be like, oh, it's only $4 more. Yeah. But now you're getting $14, like, not $14. You're getting, if you put, put it at $20, bucks, now you're getting $24 a month as opposed to the $20 a, a month. And all because you said there's some titty meat over here. And you don't even need to really put titty meat over there. You can just say it. <laughs> and I, then they already paid and there's it's a just girl there's a girl on twitter <laughs> that showed her balance for the month uh, uh, mm-hmm. um on only fans and all she shows is lingerie making three grand a month listen alicia all you need to do is show elbow cleavage that little fold right here bring it real close yeah and people and and you'll get money off that off, off the sick minds of uh, and their imagination show that I mean, like, between, that right, right there, there that right, right there them, them, them creasy crevasses. That, that, you know what I mean? That's that knee pussy. 
Like shit, I could go and show some like underboob, and it would probably get people like mad hype. Nope. Let like, the niece's show. Show the niece's show. Where, where, where some like little botty riders that be wearing to Carabana take some pictures, and I'm gonna be rich, y'all. Trust me, trust me. When I make my OnlyFans, you guys are gonna know. It's coming. I told you guys it's coming. It's coming. I mean, Safari made like a million dollars or some shit off that. Thank you. Flourish. Thank you. Well, Safari already like had his nudes out. So I'm pretty sure most girls are like, (gasps) Like, Yeah. I would I would subscribe to Safari if I heard Erica Mena was on there sucking penis. I would oh I'd be in there. No one would but be like, able to judge me. What, I'm sorry. What she had said, because I know somebody, whatever her name was, Kia or something, somebody was getting at her for having an OnlyFans. She was like, why am I not going to have an OnlyFans when I post the same shit for free on my Instagram? I might as well just go to OnlyFans yeah. and get some coins off of that. Like majority yeah. of these things are posting these scantily clad pictures regardless. So it's like, bank off the thirst and trash of men. Just do it. Just do <laughs> it. Like, I... I say, I say anybody with a high number count of followers, man or woman, should start it. Because you're going to make some money. Just mm-hmm. some money. Even It's better than making no money ever from it. You know what I mean? Bank off people's curiosity. Because you yeah. saw that Takashi shit. Two million people in there. Why? Hey. Curiosity. Curiosity, curiosity. the internet cat. Yeah, <laughs> or curiosity gets you paid. Yep, that too. So I'm definitely going to... Start my OnlyFans up. Uh, it might be racy. It might be not. Who knows? <laughs> Y'all will never know until it's time. I need to up my fucking brand anyways. Y'all might, Y'all might see some penis up in there. <laughs> I'm going to do an OnlyFans with very, very revealing stories. <laughs> can you... What if you did and I'm gonna re- can you pay more to, to see the reveal ending? <laughs> hey. that's, the other, that's the other hustle, too, is, like, a lot of these girls obviously don't want to get naked for the internet, right? So they'll start the OnlyFans, they'll make it free, and then you pay them for custom videos. So, like, in the DMs, or sometimes they'll... Uh, I get messages... Uh, to my phone, uh, so-and-so from OnlyFans just sent you a direct message. And I'm like, that don't make no sense. And I went on there, and it was... Have you been here with indecent proposals? <laughs> it was a very indecent proposal, but it wasn't like... <laughs> it was it was a girl selling her sex tape inside there for $150. So you press one button, your credit card's already linked to it. It would be $150 you get to watch that sex tape. If curiosity is going to kill you that much, good on you, brother. I ain't paying $150 to watch anybody. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a nip, that's that's a Nipsey Hustle CD and a half. Yeah, right? what the fuck? Like I'm not, no Hey, way. you better go read that book where that idea came from. <laughs> but um yeah, no OnlyFans. Shout out to OnlyFans, man. <laughs> what needs to be done for the culture? Demon Time will be probably a weekly thing. Um Shout out to Justin LaBoy. Is that is LaBoy? Respectfully. Yeah, LaBoy. Uh, I don't know if it's Justin. Justin Combs is a part of it. I think the other guy's name is Justin too, though. It Justin starts with Combs, a J as for in sure. Puffy's son? Yeah. Um, what does he have staken? Like he's, it's his, he's, it's his boy. he's a part of like it's Demon his, Boys, I guess. Or yeah, Demon, Demon, Demon Time? Time yeah, yeah, it's, it's just it's, it's Justin his, LaBoy. I think it's his best friend, um, is the one that's doing it. Yeah. But, um, one black man that is not on Demon Time. I don't know what time he's on, to be completely <laughs> honest. 
uh, is Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. Now, okay, all right, Norm. That's- Fucking Jason Derulo, trying to be sexy. <laughs> TikTok has created Is a monster. Is he sexy? <laughs> TikTok has created a monster. Um, <laughs> Jason Derulo makes me cringe twice a day for the past two weeks now. And I want him locked up. I mm-hmm. want him put away. He He's on my timeline right now crawling like a cat. <laughs> it's very yeah. disturbing. Um, Who encourages this man? The internet. I'm going to say white girls because there is no black woman I know that likes Jason Derulo or thinks he's good. Well, they think he's good looking, but he's so corny that he's not good looking anymore. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Corn factor will will set you back for sure. It is like when I look at Jordan Sparks and her life now. She does the bullet. Yo. Because remember, at one point, she was like head over heels about this nigga. And now she's got multiple kids. She's got a family, a man that looks like he loves her. Life looks good over. She lost a lot of weight. She's a, mm-hmm. it's just, she got a baby. Like, she got a really cute little we allowed, family. Hold on. Are we, allowed to, are we allowed to celebrate people losing weight? Are we allowed to do that? What do you think, Norm? Can we celebrate people losing weight? Uh, if we can celebrate people gaining weight, we should be able to celebrate people losing weight. But or, I, so, but people don't celebrate you gaining weight when you when you become obese. I, I think it's not the problem of losing weight, like because obviously we want to celebrate people losing weight because they work so hard to be able True. to accomplish that. It's the reasons yeah. as to why you yeah. do it. Yes. Yeah, no, but then it's also the type of compliments you give them because there's a lot of people for Adele was like, oh, uh, she's so pretty now. Like Adele has been pretty. Yeah. Adele has been on top. Adele has been successful. Um, now she's just thin. So that's that. Yeah. Well, I feel like if you're going to be mad that you're almost not living in real the real world because it's mm-hmm. like, we know that people have that mentality. We know why they have that mentality. I don't even really blame people. Uh, I can't blame people who are brainwashed. Um, yeah. And who don't know better. People who do know better, those are the only people I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> but... It's like, I saw Adele's pictures uh, surface on the timeline, and she's got a new body. Um, she still looks great. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, for Adele, it's always been the smile. It's never been anything else. Like, Adele's smile mm-hmm. is just so nice. And then when you hear her in interviews, you see carpool karaoke, you see how she interacts with her fans. Yeah, like, she has a just, good personality. Yeah, you just get a good energy from her. Mm-hmm. And uh, my problem was... People getting mad that people were celebrating someone, in a sense, bettering their life. Like, we don't Mm -hmm. know. She was obviously not quote-unquote average size. Um, Mm -hmm. She was on the plus size of, what I guess, clothing, fashion, all that stuff. Um, But now she's she's very slimmed down. 
Um, I don't know if it was uh, training or surgery. Who cares, really? These days, it really her husband stressing her out, taking half her money, maybe. Yeah, and that's and that's the other thing. It's like people were saying, don't celebrate her losing weight because it might have been stress, and she might have not wanted to lose the weight, and Mm -hmm. yada yada yada. When to me, I'm like, have you guys? Do you guys know what stress is? Do you guys know what stress from a partner is? That is eating. That is listen. eating. <laughs> hey, listen, listen. This is not like when I got when I broke up with my ex, like people would walk up to me like, oh my God, you work it out. You look great. I'm like, no, I'm just depressed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really it's all a, it was. It affects people differently. Some people just go and they'll be like, okay, let me just eat, 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 eat. And then there's other people who just don't even have like the appetite, appetite yeah. and they just lose weight. And even if they do eat sometimes because their body is in like such like flight or fright mode or whatever um they just start losing weight yeah and they can't even do anything about it even still on top of all of that we can Mm -hmm. let's take that into account let's say that was the case she's still posing in pictures like she's very happy with how she looks no yeah no she definitely looks happy she was like like she's basically doing the look at me pose like and has she ever been that thin in her life is the question was I she like know. that before and then she got thick and then she went back to it? I feel or, like she no might have always been like a thick girl. Yeah, so no maybe like for the first time, like, come on, that's almost like being becoming a totally new person, having a new take on life because you're looking at yourself in mm-hmm. the mirror, minus those misconceptions, minus those things that used to like beat you used to beat yourself up with. Like there may be new things, but I don't know for me, if I was to come out of nowhere and 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 be this big ass buff dude with that's a few feet taller. Like, and it's I would be a that, totally different person. Yeah, so I can't imagine how she is now. It's everything you've always wanted in a sense too, because of how society is and like what the societal norms were to a certain mm-hmm. point. Um, I'm looking at pictures of her as a teenager, and yeah, she was always slightly, um, I guess you would say, overweight. Um, nothing too crazy. Like she wasn't more she was just thicker. Obese. She was just thicker. Um, Jamaican friendly. <laughs> She's very Jamaican Scarborough friendly. Um, she, yeah, I just don't, I don't, I don't get, I don't get why people just got to be miserable about everything. Man. It's yeah. Just like, it's definitely, we're definitely in a time where people will find a reason to complain, but I get from like both annoying. sides because you really just don't know, even though she is posing <laughs> like she's happy, like there could have been some underlying pressure. Like I lost weight before I lost like 30 pounds and I was so skinny and I was essentially happy. But the real reason now looking back is I lost the weight because my boyfriend was like pressuring me and he would like tell me shit in my head. Right. Yeah. So at that moment, I'm like, yeah, like I'm so skinny, whatever. But there was a back reason that I never seen in that moment. But did you want to be that regardless of that back moment? Well, I like my weight, like my thoughts on weight and stuff like that, that goes back to being really young and just wanting to be like a model. I wanted to be like a, like a fashion model. So for me, I was pre-programmed that I just needed to always be so skinny. Um, so like my thoughts and feelings have always fluctuated. I always tell myself and I'll tell people on Instagram, like, I need to get skinny. I need to get skinny because that's just how I've always be been programmed so at that time it'd be like okay yeah like i know i'm a little bit thicker but looking back it's like i wasn't even that bad like yeah i could have went to the gym and lost some pounds but i didn't need to lose 30 pounds in like two months like Mm. 
and I was so thin, like I lost everything, right? Yeah. So no body. Um, hmm? Yeah, no body. Yeah, no. Do you, do you look back like at these gone. pictures like, oh man, I missed this? Yeah, sometimes because my face was like more like defined and stuff like that. I'd be like, oh, I was just so skinny, like. You know? <laughs> But then wow. I'm just like, uh, but you know what that comes from, you know what that comes with, I guess. So, what? No, I'm saying like, like when you remember, mm-hmm. when you look back at you, like as much as I like this, you remember what it came with. So you're probably just like, not just. Yeah, no, I definitely want to be able to like be in the middle where I'm not too skinny. Um, but then also feel comfortable like and own my thickness and not keep like, I don't know, triggering myself. Cause I'll do that in relationships too. If something isn't going as perfect, all of a sudden I'll start thinking like, Oh my gosh, maybe it's just because I don't have like a body, like, or I'll find a girl's page and be like, maybe he likes her because she like is a fit chick or some shit like that. But it's just stupid. Like that's something that I need to work on and like retrain myself that my value isn't how, like what size I am. Yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. That's Mm -hmm. the case. Um, yeah, it's just, it's very interesting seeing people just find, re- I don't know if it's the quarantine or what. This is how they always are. It's the internet. Just- this is how everybody, <laughs> this is, this is the, and even before the internet existed, this was society. Yeah. yeah. Just, society just- finds a way to nitpick at the bullshit before they give they hit you with praise. Mm-hmm. Like I was, I was on Instagram and I don't like, I'm sorry, it was Twitter. And one of my homies posted a video, got like a million views off of like him dropping uh, macaroni as he was pulling it out the oven. Oh, oh Brian? Yeah, it was Brian, right? And man, people was trying to hit him like, oh, look at this dummy doing all this for clout, purposely wasting a plate of mac and cheese. I'm like, where does this come from? Like, why Why would that be the first thing that comes people, to your yeah, mind? A lot of you know, and they want, they want to nitpick. And, and I made the dumb decision of chiming in and be like, you guys have you know, nothing better to do than to, you know, speculate about something you, f- you don't even know about somebody you don't even know. And the amount of people that came at me after doing it, I'm like, you guys, you know what? I'm out internet. Fuck y'all. You guys are crazy, man. <laughs> you guys have nothing you better to do. You can't, you can't I don't know why I even can't get involved. It, you know? you got to pick and choose your battles on YouTube, man. But that's what <laughs> I noticed. You, when you post certain things, I'm like, Marlon is ready to press send knowing, okay, there's there's gonna be backlash yep. when I post this job ja rule, you know, post or whatever yeah. it may be. Yep. You know, I gotta there's do job ja like that. Well, well, because... sorry. When I'm I'm gonna diss Nas right now, and everybody's I'm gonna hear it from all these stuck in the '90s motherfuckers. Yep. So boom, here we go. Because you know, what, and then, you gotta prepare yourself. A lot, you of those know. People, a lot of those people they post things and they don't think of how deep it could get. You know what I mm-hmm. mean, like. When yeah. I post, I know exactly what I'm posting. Even yesterday, when Royston posted that thing about the woman and male relationships, uh, friendships rather, I retweeted mm-hmm. it and I was ready. I was ready to chime in. Oh, I was so ready. And then I was like, <laughs> I, t- you know I typed, what? I was like, I was going to chime in, but I remember how much I love peace. God bless. I was going to say, you were going to practice, what's his name? Scott, the Scott guys. Scotty, Scotty, Scotty Burrell, baby. We got to do the, we got to channel on the Scott. Every time, every time you're about to get into a situation, you got to be like, what would Scotty do? Like, how can I tap into his inner peace? We got to make make bracelets. Life is going to change. We got to make gimp bracelets. What would Scotty do? (laughs) Gimp bracelets. WWSD. 
Forget. He needs to start doing like affirmations and like meditations. He needs to get on insight timer or something like that. With like me, he just when needs I, to change when up I, his whole brand. When I write those things, it's because I want to. I want to challenge people's way of thinking. So I'm pr- I'm pr- I'm very prepared for what that's gonna come with. And I'm also I'm one of those people that are not afraid to look stupid on the internet because I always learn something. The times I look dumb, that's when I learn the most. Whenever I say something stupid on the internet or on Twitter. Or I say something outlandish and someone corrects me. I just learned something that I probably would have said in real life and looked like an idiot. And nobody would have said anything to me. Because when you're in real mm-hmm. life and you say some you're dumb shit. You're around yes men. A lot of people, not even yes men. A lot of people just want you to look stupid. So they'll, be, they'll just true, be fucking true. silent. Let you look dumb on your own. And it, with the internet, everybody's so performative. Everybody's such a virtue signaler that if you do say something wrong on there... Someone's gonna be. Someone's gonna have to put on their cape and come to your mentions. This is my duty. I have to tell you that you did this wrong and you said this wrong and you can't think like that and blah blah. blah. And the I internet police. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and like it. It doesn't even necessarily mean it's gonna skew my opinion. It's just interesting to hear perspectives, and I I love hearing perspectives. Like yesterday, I what I was gonna say. <laughs> Let's go. What I was gonna going. say. Okay, we're going. All right. What I was going to say is, well, I, I, I kind of said it in the tweet that we talked about earlier where I was like, women don't put up with fuck shit, uh, whereas men do. However, what I left off of that <laughs> is, but in reverse roles, we'd be putting up with fuck shit with these niggas. That too. Um, <laughs> you guys put up with more fuck shit with niggas than you do your own girls. Uh, yeah. Let's talk about that. <laughs> also... On top of everything else, the way in which a lot of women make friends, men would never make friends that way. There's never a time a nigga's making friends in the washroom, in an Instagram comment, or in a booth <laughs> with niggas he doesn't know. That mm-hmm. Women make friends in all three of those places, in booths with girls they don't know, in washrooms at clubs, and in Instagram comments. A girl comments, you're fire a couple times, replies to a one-two story. All of a sudden, buddy, buddy, best friends. Then you don't see pictures of them four months later. It's just very wild. It's very wild. And I think also men don't broadcast their relation, their friendships as much as women broadcast their friendships. You guys let it be very well known. This is my friend. She's in a picture with me. She's in all my videos. This is my friend. <laughs> Whereas men, we don't move like that on the internet. We're not constantly showing you, yeah, hey, here's my friends. We, we don't need to do all that. We don't need to we, do that. We already know, we already know who's so our boy. We already exactly. know. Exactly. So then that tells already me know that there's an insecurity in the relationship sometimes. Depending on how long you guys have been friends, I question some of those pictures. If you guys have been friends for a very long time, I almost, on those pages, I almost barely see the friends. I might see them every once in a while, but I know already. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Girls who aren't, aren't friends like that love to post up videos on pictures together every five seconds on, ooh, I'm so pretty, you know, let's wrap to a savage challenge. And, and then four months later, they're not even talking. Yeah. <laughs> they ain't friends no more. That's it. Bro, it's, they're, they're, they're just online. It's pretty much uh, um, like fashion friends. Like the yeah. way you have, people have fashion yeah. friends. You got yeah. fashion friends. It's for the, a lot of things I find that some women do is for the look. Whereas men, uh, there's no chance in hell other than opportunists 
who are it's pretty obvious like they they're there for a reason. You're not not just women, men, men, people in general, people yeah, in general. You're not having friends that where it's like you gotta I don't know put on this this front. It's it's just very odd to me. And uh, on the flip side, going back to the fuck shit, a man if he were to make friends in that way and um, something happened. I don't think the friendship would just end. Just I don't talk to him anymore. I'll talk to that nigga no more. Like it's very rare that I hear that. At least if it's happened, it's very rare that it's happened mm-hmm. around me, at least in my circles. So that's just what I've seen in my experience. I, 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 it may be different for you, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like well, I'm not the type to make friends in the bathroom that's just not me i'm not really even friend like the type to make friends in public spaces like say i was to go to a club and just like meet a girl I'm like oh my gosh we're friends now not really like they wouldn't be my real friends yeah i think my real friends come from like connections um that are either built through like-minded activities say like workshops or whatever or maybe through mutual friends like we eventually hung out enough that we're like we become friends type thing um i have met a lot of people on like social media but it's also because we had like the same mentality and i don't post my friends on my instagram feed really like i'll post them in my stories like anybody can get my stories but on my instagram feed nah bro so yeah (laughs) nah bro (laughs) nah that's real estate okay that's currency like do you deserve have you been around long enough (laughs) (laughs) don't kill me you gotta earn the feed post friends you gotta earn the feed post you gotta be around long enough (laughs) (laughs) gotta go through a screening process for sure for sure now all your friends are like oh my god that's why she hasn't posted me (laughs) (laughs) i'm not her real friend Very nuts. Yeah. Um, like friendships, like gaining friends are just so different for some people. Yeah. Like some people Very just different. don't know how to pick good friends. And it's just like, or superficial reasons. Like well, mo- you doing something and be is, like, let me be their friend because I can attach myself to X, Y, and Z. The biggest problem is people don't know how to be good friends. I think yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a large issue is people don't know how to be good friends. Like, and good friends doesn't mean oh you gotta check on me every day or anything like that but just be there when needed you know what i mean like and don't make it like i saw it yesterday in insecure isa calls molly about an issue she has and molly immediately starts talking about her own problems and it's Mm -hmm. just like don't be that friend. <laughs> Don't yeah. be that friend where someone's coming that to you with problems. That is the worst friend ever. And you are just talking about your own problems when they need help with theirs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you didn't start this. You didn't initiate the conversation. You never had a problem until this person had a problem. Just focus for 10 yeah. minutes. You know what I mean? Whatever the case may be, just focus for Talk about your problems at a different time. You know what I mean? And I know a lot of people like to give advice based off their own personal experience. Sometimes when people are telling you things, it's not to hear your advice. It's just just to listen. It's just listen to me for a second. Yeah. And I and I, and I I take pride in knowing that, like I try to be that friend. Where I'm like, mm-hmm. listen, I'm just gonna listen right now until the until you ask me to say something in regards. You ask for my two cents. I'm not gonna say nothing because like half the time 
I remember trying to think or thinking that, oh, these people need to hear something. Yeah. Even though they need to, they don't necessarily want to, That's especially from me. So like, I, I just wait until you say something. So you, you ask for it. A lot of people still also don't know how to ask for it. So that's another yeah. issue. But yeah. I just try to let people know as your friend, this is this is something you can count on me on. I'm not going to, you know, just let, I'll hear you out. Simple I think that's that. my biggest mm-hmm. issue is like, um, I don't know. Sorry. Like, I always feel like I have to say something. I have to know the right thing to say. I have to give some advice. And like, on top of that, my, I think my biggest issue is I'm always in everything else I do, I bring it, I try to make things relatable, right? Mm-hmm. And so when someone brings me their problem, I'll be like, yo, I went through that same thing too. And, and try to relate to their problem by saying like, yeah, I did this and I did this and I did this. And that's what, yeah. you, and that's what you should do. When that's not necessarily the case, you know what I mean? Like, Everything mm-hmm. is very case by case Every, basis. Yeah. You can't can't treat all situations the same, especially not thinking that your situation is the same just because it ended the same or started the same. Like mm-hmm. and like Norm said, like finding that balance of knowing when to say something and when to just listen and, and just be an ear is mm-hmm. it's it's definitely uh uh unspoken of talent because you also have to have the wherewithal to read energy which a lot of people severely lack. And that's, I think that's one of the biggest human issues, period, is not being able to read the room. How can Mm -hmm. you not tell when something's awkward, when something's depressing, when something's off limits, out of bounds, or just like you're making someone uncomfortable? Mm -hmm. I find it impossible. You have to be a sociopath. (laughs) It doesn't make sense. How can you not, because you lack empathy, you lack the ability to tap into someone else's feelings (coughs) at that moment and how you could be possibly making them feel. And that is a sociopath to me. You you can't, there's no way I can put someone in an awkward situation and not read that they're uncomfortable. It's Mm -hmm. very nuts to me. There are some people who just don't get it. Most people. (laughs) And (laughs) it's, and it's like really, it's just really sad. Because I'd be like, yo, like, you could have so many less problems if you just, like, did this one thing that you are so stuck on that not doing, and it would save your life so many problems. But, hey, you want to be selfish and stubborn, and especially when it's, like, more of a deeper connection. Like, obviously, if the person doesn't deserve whatever it is then okay, cool. But, like, if this is somebody who you're intimate with, you have a friendship with, whatever – like there's just some things sometimes people just need to like be more self-aware and they're not yeah self-awareness is a skill but then also like acting on your self-awareness because some people just know that they don't be doing something and that's a lot of that's another thing there's a lot of people that know the truth but don't don't like you don't do anything to to acknowledge it you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like nelly like nelly (laughs) nelly knows that ludicrous gonna beat that fucking ass (laughs) Don't do Segway. Segway. Nelly, no. Nelly, no. Ludacris about to fucking beat that ass. Uh oh. <laughs> Listen, we've got a new versus coming up, folks. Hold on, hold on. Quarantine, quarantine, quarantine. We've got a new versus on our hands, folks. I'm being told that one of the kings, in my world at least, for rap, 
has been challenged by some little southern boy. Stop this. <laughs> some little southern contrabama. He's he's not from the south, okay? He's from the Midwest. Yeah, Midwest. Midwest. St. Louis, nigga. I'm from the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm playing. I love dirty, I actually dirty. love St. Louis. No. I have, my aunt lived in St. Louis and that place is hot. Why doesn't anybody talk about how hot St. Louis is? It was 110 degrees in the summertime. Duh, but it was hot. (laughs) And that's why they always said. That's why they got the blues all the time. It's fucking hot as shit. You know people had the audacity. First of all, I seen tweets comparing Nelly's run to Drake. Where? How? In what way? What, you know, back in the day, Nelly was like the Drake of his time. Suck my he was, he was singing and rapping. Yes, that Nelly was kind of that to an extent. Okay, so Ja Rule the was the Drake boy, of his time. The pretty boy, he wasn't gangster or nothing. And hold on, real quick, real quick. I he was gangster. I'm just, Eddie just popped ah, out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Freaking, all right, Norm, Norm we're, we're doing a show. Norm, we're doing a show. Norm, we're doing a show. Good. It's for you. We're doing a show, Norm. Sorry, yes, sorry. I'm outside smoking a blunt, and I'm I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, guys. So basically, thank you, um, Eddie. Yeah, Nelly. Nelly had a run. We're not gonna pretend Nelly didn't have a run. All right, you got hot in here. Ride with me, country grandma. Batter up. Uh, uh, shake your tail feather. Uh, fucking pimp juice. The one with Tim McGraw. Uh, number one. Ah, <laughs> am number, number one, one. Which was a KRS One diss track, by the way. <laughs> 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 I think yo, that's Nelly's most. Yo, I think, no. yo, niggas don't know, but that and then yeah, obviously Tim McGraw over and over again, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> you sound so bitter over it's that. Such a trash song. I hate it. People love that song. I hate. I love it. it. I fucking hate it. Um, dilemma, obviously. But like, fam, what? Like, what is? What is he supposed to do when this come on? Yeah, 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 give it to me now, 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 give it to Get out the way. 
Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Woo! Back again. That's right. Luda. <laughs> what you know about movie soundtracks, Nelly? Time, <laughs> Feeling real good, <laughs> too. What up, motherfucker? I'm a bull in this funny. industry, man. <laughs> Somewhere What's Nelly supposed to do in that BT on cut? Come on. Stand up. Man, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm I was waiting for you to play so, that one. I wanted to hear so, the hanging off my a midget hanging off my neck. So that's the battle. <laughs> we just did the battle for you. Um. Stand up. When I move, you move. Just like that. When I move, you move. Just like that. When I move, you move. Just like that. Hell yeah, hey DJ, bring that back. When I move, you move. Just like that. When I move, you move. Just like that. Hell yeah, hey DJ, bring that back. How you ain't gon' fuck, bitch? I'm me. I'm the goddamn reason you in VIP. CEO. You don't have to CID. I'm young, wild, and strapped like GLE. Are you stupid, bro? Listen, listen. When he came out with the when he came out with the midget hang off his necklace in the video. That whole video was great. Especially my favorite part is that was my time and our clothes got a quarter. Got a quarter name. This guy brought in RIP Pops, man. That was a fucking that was a bar, bro. Ludacris is Love Ludacris. Mm -hmm. Who was he? Who was he supposed to battle? Who would have been? What do you mean? Like who would have been a good battle for him? Yeah, she I mean, does? I love, I love Ludacris and Nelly because I love Nelly too, mm -hmm. right? So like, obviously, I feel like Ludacris is gonna win. Was it Ludacris like, versus Ti? Nelly. I think Ludacris versus Ti would have been dope. Ludacris uh, versus Ti. I would have automatically. That was, that was the original King of the South beef, anyways. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They had. So uh, just, let's not forget Stomp. <laughs> Young Buck song where they got at each other on the same track. <laughs> so like that's I think that's a missed opportunity from versus right there. We needed that. We needed Luda versus TI. TI Did Luda choose Nelly? Good. Um I think he must Nelly, have did it on I purpose. Think Nelly brought it up to someone and Luda said he doesn't care. He's about to smoke or some shit like oh. that. And I think Luda also has a movie coming out, so it's very smart on his part. As usual, yeah, for always sure. thinking about the money. Um, mm -hmm. and the views just keep growing and growing. Yeah, exactly. Like we saw, we uh, Jill Scott and Erica Badu. Ooh, that was the one right there. That we was saw the that one. Shea butter, uh, Instagram live. It smelled Let's like go. Manuka Man. honey in there. Um, Manu the Manukes was, was, was being was, dripped all oh, over my body. All over it. Poor. My I know my soul. 
I can tell yes. my intern's do rag. He was jerking off that entire Instagram live. <laughs> nah, the, the do the, the do rag came off. Oh, he had to show the waves. He's bow, like, oh, bow, nah, bow, I'm. Bow. <laughs> now you probably had to try. Yeah, we have one of those hats on. <laughs> oh man, but nah, what an amazing battle. Um, hold on, was what it was on about dude's head though? It, can it someone tell me what that was on her head? Wasn't it a do-rag? Was it a do-rag? version of the do-rag. Yeah, this is what an intern looked like. It looked like yeah, the common. Messenger hat. Yup. <laughs> yup. And the big sign. The big sign with the ring on it. Yep. You want to show you love, girl. Still, still one of my favorite Erica Badu um, songs. Period. Yep. Is that is you really remind me of Common? That's such a really good one, Alicia. He does remind me of Common. That's from not the even an Erica Badu song. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a Common song. Common song. Yeah, it's a Common song with yeah. Mary J. Blige. Yeah, I feel Mary like it was Mary J. Blige. Yeah. This one, Mary J. Yeah. Yep. I feel like he was standing on the lawn and Mary J was, it was called Come Close, no? Yeah. Correct. He's close. Trying to, he was proposing to a, de- uh, a deaf girl. It was a deaf girl? Oh, yeah, he was. It, that's it, why he was come, st- it is Come Close. That's why he was showing the signs because she couldn't, she couldn't hear it. Or she couldn't see it. I remember this now. Yeah, she couldn't Just hear it. Just the fire we live in the dream world. Are your eyes still green, girl? Hey, you're sick and tired of arguing Arguing But you can't keep it bottled in Jealousy, we gotta swallow it Your heart and mind, baby, follow it Smile, happiness, you can model it What? And when you feel opposite Hey, baby, I just want you to know Your whole being is beautiful I'ma do the best I can do Cause I'm my best when I'm with you Come close to This reminds me of high school every time I hear it. Right here, what we're gonna do is go back. What? This makes me get sad. Why? No, no. We turn it off. We turn it off now. (laughs) Why does that song get you sad? Too much PTSD off that song or something? What do you feel about hip hop? It reminds me, like, I don't know. I'm just like a hopeless romantic, so that's why. I guess that's why it just makes me sad or happy or I don't know how I feel. But it reminds it just me. just makes you emotional. Yeah. He was my first life. <laughs> 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 Oh, my friend, love of my life. 
Okay, intern, take it away. Freak, freak, y'all. And you don't stop. Until the beat, y'all. And you don't stop. A freak, freak. You slipped. That was your, that was your I moment. Was, <laughs> I was about to jump in. I'm like, I'm muted. I'm going to go and move my mouse. It's too late. <laughs> so nah, but that didn't even, it didn't even feel like a battle. It felt like two friends just playing music for each other, just vibing, man. Like, they have, Jill Scott especially, has this energy to her, man. Like, she seems so still. So at like peace with life, like just she's another one that we got to learn from. Yeah, like I don't know what it is, bro. And like even the way she gives compliments, <laughs> mm-hmm. she gives compliments like a grandmother. Like you just <laughs> you know when your grandma like look at my look at my baby, and you're like <laughs> you're like I know. <laughs> like Jill yes. Scott gives you a compliment, and you're like me. She I'm makes sorry. your shoulders and chin touch. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> shoulders and chin touch oh man no but she she just looked like she smelled good bro like i'm actually very upset i missed it ah what were you doing sleeping no it was the same time that i went um i took over six buzz drop the bomb on him drop the bomb Shout out yeah, to I was, I was watching. I was watching. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Well, what, um, I yeah. didn't even see so I took over six buzz to to interview uh interview Jake Jugmeet because that's how you <laughs> say it. Jugmeet Singh. Interview. <laughs> <laughs> you said what? Interview. <laughs> I love when people fuse to the two words together by accident. It's the funniest thing ever. It's all the same thing. But yeah, I took over six months to interview hey. Jagmeet Singh hey. and just talk to him about like what the government is doing for st- students and stuff like that and what he's doing in this quarantine or whatever. Um, so I did that and that started at the same time. And then it was also my sister's birthday. So we had like dinner at the same time. And then when I did jump in, I was just like, I feel like I'm lost. Like I need to start from the beginning. <laughs> so, you know, I was just like, whatever, I got to take that L. L but um yeah it was dope taking over six buzz because now everybody thinks i'm six buzz hey whatever helps the numbers you'll be like hey y'all six buzz what's good y'all <laughs> for real like i was in the comments i could see some of the comments i was trying not to pay attention you to them like um, but some of the comments buzz. were like this is a six buzz reveal saying it's a girl it's been a girl this whole time running it you can't tell me that this thing is ran by a girl Da-da-da. And I was just like, bro. And then the next day, I had people tagging me in the Lily Singh. Six Buzz posted Lily Singh um, talking about how she's trying to or posted a tweet about somebody saying just because you're from Toronto doesn't mean you're from Jamaica or the Caribbean. And then they tag Lily Singh. Somebody tells Lily Singh. Someone tagged me talking about this is the type of diversity you're running on your page. Like, I was like, sir, this is not my page. And he I'm was like, you're not it. your page. I'm running with like, that no. shit, sir. <laughs> you you got to just pop up on Instagram tomorrow like, yeah. <laughs> six months reveal. so funny. Oh, that would be a sick video. That would be my OnlyFans. Yeah. You guys want to know who six buzz is? Yeah. <laughs> Come into my OnlyFans only for the reveal. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that is amazing and i don't and i don't post it on the page if you want it i'll dm it to you 
Yeah. <laughs> or do the VIP and then you have. Ooh, <laughs> send it to the next page. Oh, that'd be crazy. Yeah. I'll reveal the will who the it. intern is. He is actually common. Um, <laughs> this nigga. Uh, what else happened this week? A lot happened this week, man. Um, Shannon Brown is arrested <laughs> for shoot, shooting at two strangers. Or no, yeah, shooting at two strangers who entered his home. Apparently, they entered his home thinking it was an open house. At what time? I don't know. Because no. open houses only happen in the afternoon. Regardless, if you walk into an open house that's uh, got people in it, <laughs> I mean, no open house as in like a sale, like like people were selling this house. So there's an open house for you to walk in and check it out. Yeah, but see. if you see people inside living, <laughs> like what are you doing? Hey, okay. um, Elon Musk went on to Joe Rogan's podcast and revealed. Ooh. Revealed the name of his child um, that we definitely cannot pronounce by looking at it. Oh, I was say, can you Is it a placeholder? Yeah, first of all, my partner is the one. Is it a placeholder? Yeah, first of all, my partner is the one that uh, actually mostly came up with the name. Congratulations to her. Yeah, yeah, she's great at name. Um, so, I mean, it's just X, the letter X. Um, and then the AE is like pronounced Ash. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Joe Rogan's just laughing uh, at his child's A12, name. A12 is my contribution. Oh, why A12? Uh, Archangel 12, the precursor to the SO71. Coolest plane ever. <laughs> That's True. like the nerdiest fucking name you could ever get. Like, if you thought that, like, Steve or, like... <laughs> Theodore. Steve from, Steve from, like, something like that. Steve from Tech. Steve is a, let That's it be known that Steve thing. is a nerd name to Alicia from now on. <laughs> so, yeah, like Steve, Steve Kerr. Steve? Steph Curry. <laughs> I'm thinking Steve Urkel, and then like, what's what's the guy who does The Office? Steve Carell. Yeah, his he's kind of nerdy to me. He's not Steve Carell. Cool. It's Mike Carell. Yeah, it is. Oh, is it? I thought it was Steve. <laughs> Doing a podcast. <laughs> Man, sorry. There's all these people walking by me. Oh well, yeah, like... that's what happens in the street, Norm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But they're like, oh my god, you're on doing a sidewalk. I'm like, yeah, you should tune in. It's going nice to Nice, nice. Um, I saw a video of Steve Harvey. Uh, well, Meg the Stallion, which we didn't really even talk about that too much. Real quick, Doja Cat gave Nikki her first number Wild one. Setup. Yeah, wow. that's crazy. That was Nikki's first number one. Hmm. It just took like half her life, but no big deal. Oh. <laughs> it is Steve Carell. Oh, his real name. His real name, yeah. See, I thought I was thinking Mike Scott, and I'm like, his name's Mike. <laughs> What's she talking about? It's Mike Scott. <laughs> I, I fused like, the I two names. I'm Steve. like Mike Carell. Yeah, Mike Carell. Um, yeah, that's fucking alarming. Like, not even as a feature, Nikki has gotten a number one. Yo, the barbs are fucking frauds, bro. They could have been at her hella number ones. Nah, nah, nah. The barbs, the barbs are frauds, bro. The barbs go this hard. When I mean this hard, 
There is currently a thread online right now of a girl who decided it would be a good idea to drive to Chart Data's house. Chart Data is a page on Twitter that literally gives the data from Billboard charts. So they'll put, oh, this is the number one artist this week. Um, uh, this is how much they sold. This is the number two artist, and etc. right? A girl who is a self-proclaimed barbed drove to this person's house, took a picture of their property, and said, come outside, I just want to talk. Just because, what? This is Nikki's first number one? You think, guess so, you think a Twitter page, first of all, is responsible for that? Second of all, you're pulling up to people's homes over a fact that your favorite artist didn't get to a number one, and they just did get to a number one? Mm-hmm. All- and only now it becomes an issue. How much of a fan were you? What kind of fan are you for not you knowing that she know. this is the first one? Yeah, you didn't know until this now. This is a lot about you, Miss Superfan. Barbs are frauds, bro. They're frauds, man. You guys aren't buying enough so that your artist can go number one. You're not streaming up so that your artist can go number one. You're- you ain't no Navbatia. You ain't no super fan. You don't, you don't know what it means, what? man. <laughs> Yo, and that's the other thing. So you're speaking of super fan. How did Super Bass not go number one? Like, that's not alarming to you guys? Super Bass? Right there. One of the right biggest there. songs when it came out. When I mean biggest songs, you had little white girls singing this shit on Ellen. And got went viral because they sang the song on a video. What Beats Pill? What happened? I'm trying to. Oh yeah, that out. that was like the promo for Beats Pills. Wasn't this it? was this launched in, in that, that video. video. In that video, they launched essentially, this. That was like PIMP with the iPod. <laughs> right? Yeah. Super, yeah. Super bass. The highest for the Hot 100 was eight, and for rhythmic, it was five. What was number? What was above them at what, that time? Okay, yeah. So what was number one at the time? I'll try to figure that out, okay, guys? Just give me a second. That is <laughs> that's wild. Wow. That is wow. Like, super wow. moment. It says moment eight. for life. Peaked at number one. Where? On what chart? Make me proud. Peaked at number one. But what chart? Anaconda peaked at number one. I guess these are different ones. Been, so, yeah, Billboard. They, they just came out with a LeBron stat for her where they um, there's this big, like, Thing going around campaign that about how Nikki has gone number one on every chart now. She's the only artist to ever go number one on it doesn't really every say. single chart. What week was that? Okay, 8 20, 2011. So look that for up which in, one? in August. Super Bass? Yeah, for Super Bass. Look up August 2011. What was the, what was the album Billboard chart? I just chart clicked say? it. It comes up. Oh, the okay. first one was LMFAO Party Rock Anthem. <laughs> Oh my god! And then number two, it said last Friday night, Katy Perry, wow. and then Nicki Minaj, Super Bass was third. Yeah, and so, then Pitbull, Give Me Everything. So why they say it peaked at number eight? I don't know. I don't know what, what chart is that one. This yeah, one is, maybe this is on chart. the Billboard Hot 100. That's interesting. So she peaked at number. Okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Three, it sounds a little bit more reasonable because yeah, super bass was everywhere. We're talking about people who literally started their internet careers off with that song. Like, yeah. remember that black guy that would do Nicki Minaj songs and he started with the super bass? And he's got his hand on his hip and he's like doing all that crazy shit with his head. 
He, yeah. he blew you remember up. the little girl that went on Ellen and she was singing it from uh, London, England? The two girls in the ballerina outfits. The two yeah. little white girls. Yeah. But the one girl and got like famous. Up. The other yeah, one yeah, who knows yeah. where she the is. Brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell she, she was, was the, in the she, dust. Was the, she was the sidekick. She was the Robin <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah. yeah, that's it's crazy to me. And do you guys this is a big question. Do you guys <laughs> consider it her first number one? It's not her song. I would just love her to be able to do it on her own and no features. I mean, I, I feel don't like think that can I, happen. I feel like we all want that, but given her I position, mean, given her position now, yeah, she's not going to be able. I don't think she'll be able to do it. She'll be able to do it unless uh, she does a song with Beyonce and Drake. Yeah, she, I was just about to say I, you got to do it with the biggest of all time, Drake. And on yeah. she I don't think her doesn't create talk. that great music anymore. Anymore. I feel like Doja Cat is doing Nicki Minaj better than Nicki Minaj. Let's talk about it. Let's talk yeah. about it. Because Doja Cat is seamlessly going in and out of voices. Like someone we've seen before. She's Very reminiscent. She's seamlessly oh, singing uh, and Drake? rapping at the same time. Like, no, not even. Like Nicki Minaj. Oh. Like Minaj. I see what you did there. I see what you did there. She, um... Yeah, I see what you did there for sure. I uh, hope OVO keeps listening, please. <laughs> she didn't mean it. Um, <laughs> hey. I'm joking. I'm, I have I'm no just idea saying. if any of those guys listen to this shit. That's what the internet says, okay? You um, never know what they be listening to, okay? Touche, touche. You be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, she, she is doing a lot of the things that Nikki did early on in her career, but just doing it a lot more efficiently. And... I feel like it. The difference is authenticity. Authenticity, um, and she's fun with it, man. She's and fun like, with it. They're seeing this. They're, I've seen videos of her because I remember that video. You remember that video? She's popping and locking in like that dare onesie. Oh yeah. She was wearing? Yeah. I found a video of her, and she used to be an actual dancer. Like she used to be in those dance battles where it's like. There's a couple hundred kids all sitting around and in a circle, and it's one crew against the other. And you see Doja Cat just in there fucking <laughs> doing all this shit and just tutting and tutting and, and doing all that. And I'm just like, wow, like she's who would have known? She she comes from this like for real, and like on top of that, the Instagram lives, which we gotta give her her props. She's doing what Ari Lennox does without any of the real backlash that Ari Lennox seems to face. But at the same time, we don't know that someone has offended Ari until Ari tells us. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, we've never, like, there's never been a time where she posted something and she was, like, super mad about comments made. I'm not saying the comments weren't made, but the fact that she keeps telling us about it, mm -hmm. I feel is lowering her stock. Um, because I'm pretty sure Doja Cat sees some fuckery as well. There's no way she can. It's the internet. Um, the whole bitch, I'm a moo cow, moo shit. Dude, that's the other thing. <laughs> Nikki got her first number one off the moo girl. Mind blowing. Because I remember oh. I seen that video and I was like, y'all can't be serious. And then I also seen her. Wait, that was her first number one? That was 
Nikki's first number one. What do you mean? No, no, Doja. Yeah, no, Doja Cat like got her career essentially from that move. That move, move, the cowboy. Yeah. yeah, like that's how she became viral. That's how became she blew up. The Doja yeah. Cat that we know. We're talking about someone that came up off of a MacBook, <laughs> a MacBook music video essentially, mm-hmm. compared to a girl that came from the streets in the rap world. And the cowgirl is the one that went number one and mm-hmm. had to bring up the street girl. It's a sign of the times, I feel like, almost. I feel like Nikki would be, she would have been better off in the 90s with the little kids yeah. and the Foxy Browns and the Eagles. Yeah, I, I feel like she would have been a lot better in the late 90s. Um, I think right now, especially because of, like her gimmick, she was gimmicky middle of her career. She started off as the, the hood girl uh, from around the way that just talks slick shit, will get you fucking beat up if she needs to, to Harajuku Barbie and this like hentai version of herself that was just very odd and did weird performances and had her boyfriend uh, doing the robot beside her the entire time. It was just very, <laughs> she just did very odd things. And then I remember the exact time when it was a switch because it was almost, she almost made like a campaign or promo off of, Hey guys, I'm, I'm me again. Yeah. (laughs) And only me because when that Chirac freestyle came out and she had no pink hair, she wasn't wearing anything lady Gaga ish. And she was just rapping like old Nikki. It, it was in, it was in a sense, a promo of like, yo, I'm me again, which I think doesn't leave people's minds. I think people keep those kind of things in the back of their head and realize, yo, you weren't this girl the whole time. Don't pretend like you've been the same person your entire career. You've, you've switched it up so many times. I don't know who you are anymore. And I can't relate mm-hmm. to your story because I don't know what your story is. Like you can, you She's can, just like all over the place. Yeah, you can say what Very your story is uh, all, over, discombobulated. Uh, all over your music. But if there's no direction in your lifestyle and, and mentality, people aren't going to buy in. So it's wild. And on the other hand, it's so dope for Doja and Meg. Like, think of how they must feel right now. You just got to number one and number two on the Billboard charts with your features being Mm -hmm. Nicki Minaj and Beyonce. It doesn't get in the world of female rap or female artists. It doesn't get any better than that. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a dream for a lot of them. So congrats to them. Yeah, I never really looked at it like that. That's I really, I really just want like Megan to get her number one though, and I'm kind of disappointed that. I think the Beehive will push her up there by next week. I think next week. She'll no, have because her one. six nine has entered territory. Yeah, six nine. That nigga is gonna get a fucking number one. And yeah, he's gonna he's get gonna number one there. for Goomba for sure. But I feel like Beehive, uh, they might try a ting. We'll see. The Goomba thing is is a flash in the pan song. It's very for the moment. It's not. It doesn't yeah. have much longevity in terms of a hit. You're not gonna hear yeah. that in the club and dance. It's You're not, not gonna, gonna be see. like the box that's still in the top five. Bro, <laughs> yo, that is. When did nuts. the box come out? <laughs> yo, let me tell you this. When my nephew starts rapping the box at five years old, I'm like, whoa, okay, Roddy Rich, you have really permeated society. Yo, like it's it's now normal. That like kids are we we are everywhere you know what i mean that hooks that hooks melody is so infectious i i don't 
like it's not far fetched to me. It's just like wow, like top mm-hmm. five still. <laughs> That's nuts. Um, so congrats to Roddy Rich. <laughs> congrats him. to all of hip hop. Like I love like. I love how we can just take over the billboard charts nowadays we because over there was a time where maybe one would land in the top 10. Shout out to uh, Sam Cooke because a change did come. We are very, mm-hmm. very happy for it. Um, black music as a whole dominating this quarantine. Dominating this quarantine. Old and yep. new. Um, mm-hmm. So big ups to, to all of that. Shout um, out to us. <laughs> shout out to us. Um, <laughs> Bong, 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 bong. <laughs> Did, you say bong? Did you say bong? Did you say bong or bomb? Did you say bomb or bong? Either way. It can be either it can be either no, one. No, 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 I no. Know. I asked what you said. Nor- Norm knows that. Oh, don't bring Norm into this. Don't bring Norm into this. The RZA. Bong bong. And then there's bomb bomb. Which one did you say? I said, bong, bong, <laughs> bong, bong, bong. He, he, did bong. The, he did the combination, bong, 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 bong. Yeah, it's like whatever you dictate in here, that's what's up. I'm gonna start saying bongum, 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 smurf, bongum, bongum. Um, music came out this week. Did you guys listen to any new music this week? Um, did I listen I to feel Kalani? Like I have. Did Kalani come out last week? Kalani, Kalani yeah, let's go. This week. Yeah, that's it was what good until it wasn't. It, what an album, man. Um, I What an album cover. Great album cover, too. Yeah, the back and the front, like the way it went together was really dope. Uh, shout out to mm-hmm. her in-house team, literally in the house. Um, all they all friends, quarantined together. All quarantined together. Her and her friends put all that together. She didn't let the quarantine stop her rollout or anything like that. Made self-directed music videos and all that good stuff, man. So shout out to her. Um, her album is really dope. A lot of bangers on there. Uh, some songs I didn't hear before that she had played. Um, really dope stuff. Just All the features especially, man, killed it. All the features did their job. And uh, who else dropped? Chris Brown, Young Thug. I didn't really love that. Fucking six out of ten, maybe a five. There's like three or four songs on there that are like pretty good. Yeah, but other they're like that, okay, but they're still not even like oh my god. And I was told I got word that Young Thug's verses were all done in one day. So that's Probably. why that's why it sounds <laughs> like a Chris Brown. It sounds like a Chris Brown project that Young Thug literally just like features on. Like he just, just pops inserted in. <laughs> himself into, it and it, it it sounds like that. And the promo for it was horrible. Like mm-hmm. I was talking about music all Friday, no one brought it up once, and I, I was listening to music on Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. No one brought Wait, it up. Wait, it was it was a ca- collaboration album. Yeah, yeah, collab album that they dropped on Dat Piff. The fuck is this? What was the last time you This was supposed to be like a future Drake type know. of collab. I don't know. I don't know. It was nowhere near what a time to be alive. I'll tell you that much. Um, which what about two? I forget that's supposed to be coming out. No, this year. What a time to be alive too. Who knows? If that comes out this year and Drake drops an album this year, wow, we might. Is it really gonna come out? And then future drops on Friday. All you toxic men are gonna be living. <laughs> Who's more toxic, Drake or Future? 
They both toxic in a different way. So at least Drake is nice about it. <laughs> at least Drake is nice about it. See, see how women love passive aggression. Wow, it's crazy. Wow. It's crazy. Even in their toxicity, they want that. Drake won't show you he's toxic. That's why I think he's more toxic. No, nah, he does show his toxic. Future straight up with his toxicity. That nigga tweeted all his baby mamas Happy Mother's Day. Didn't even didn't even tag him. No shame. And, no and shame. then when the paternity test came out and said that he is, I was like, excuse me, you owe somebody else uh, a happy Mother's Day. You need to go back and give her hers. Um, but Drake is definitely toxic. He definitely is. But he like masked it. He's the type of person that like you'll be in the toxic relationship and you won't realize until years, 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 years later that he was actually like very controlling and not great for your mental health. You dated Drake. Just say it. No, no, no. You look no, like no. you're reminiscing. You're like, you're like, he's a type to this fucking, you know, that bitch ass nigga. Yeah. Listen, I can't take no more rumors, okay? Between Six Buzz and Drake. No, Whoa, no, no. Six Buzz was dating Drake? <laughs> Holy shit! Oh! Exclusive? Six, Six Buzz was dating Drake? Oh, it's going to be exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. Oh, my man, my man, my man. That's why Six must be all up in Drake's comments, like in his Instagram lives. Why Drake be in the comments, like you know? It's you. It's been you all along. That's hilarious. Um, who else dropped this this week? Somebody else dropped. I, don't even I can't know. remember. I feel like that was all. There's one more project that dropped. I just can't remember who it was. But um, a CGI generated influencer, a music artist, just signed to an agency for the. Being the first not real person to sign to an agency in the so history weird. of music. So where does the money go to the person who created that? I would assume so. Okay. I mean, I would hope so. Yeah. I was like, wait. <laughs> not, not giving him V-Bucks, that's for sure. Oh, man. <laughs> um, okay. But yeah, that's it. That's all for this week, man. It's been a, it's my friend, been my friend sent me an artist, and I'm going to send it to you because I feel like you would like it. I don't even know her name. She said that she randomly stumbled upon her. Tell her the name. Uh, and I'm trying to find the Instagram. You guys should check out Lady London if you haven't yet. Yeah. Lady London. She's a rapper. She's fucking incredible. Yeah, she's dope. She is incredible. Her whole vibe, the swagger, the... The bars, like I mean bars, like you got to play her shit back twice to actually get some of this shit. Victoria so, Monet. Oh, you just learned Ooh, about Victoria Monet. She love her. Victoria yeah. Monet is she's great. Woo. I was like, I feel like Marlon would love her. I do. <laughs> I do. What? I, I, I have her so on my R and B two K twenty playlist or two K nineteen, one of the two. But yeah. she is. Have you guys heard of Penrose Records? No. Well, it's kind of it's it's old classic sound of music, but done in 2020. Check those guys in. But ooh, this one right here, though. Yup. This is Victoria. Yes, it is. Mm. We want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to another week of the Extra Gravy. You know, we 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 serving that up regardless. Mm-hmm. Smothered like a motherfucker. We want to thank you guys for tuning in another week. We're here every single Wednesday talking that shit, talking all things pop culture, all things life. Um, and that's it. I got uh, a little interview coming up on Friday with Division. 
on the Slow Jam Party um, Instagram Live. So check that out hey. this Friday. And also this Saturday is the Slow Jam Party. Hey. I'm Marlon. I'm Norm. And I'm Alicia. And that was the Extra Gravy. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.